The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memories of Daphne and Jim Davies. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, dudes, what's going on? Uh, not much. Well, actually, a lot in the world of wrestling. There's uh, Since our last episode, <laughs> there's been a lot of highs, uh, a lot of lows, and a lot of unfortunate uh losses that we've had oh, as or no, just a couple not a, i guess not a lot but a couple very sudden very unfortunate ones that we're going to get to but uh but you got to take the good with the bad and there has been a lot of good and we will get to that as well <laughs> yes 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 we definitely have a stacked show so Without further ado, if everyone is doing well, I can see everyone is happy and smiling and in a good mood and all that. So maybe we'll just kind of jump right in. And mm-hmm. as you foretold, Matt, yeah, not everything was all happy, hunky dory. Because right out of the blue, we had some uh, unfortunate. Yeah, this this is the only the and I probably mentioned this on the show before, but this is the part that. For both shows, this one and our brother podcast, Radioactive Metal, we always have to mention those of our comrades that have fallen. And um, it's with a heavy heart that we uh, jump out. We we, got to jump out right into into it and mention the loss of Daphne Unger. Yeah, Shannon Spruill, uh, Mm -hmm. her real name was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was right out of the blue, and that was really hard to take. And what what a story that was, for the lack of a better expression, mm-hmm. because she had apparently gone live on, on social yeah, media. Yeah, she'd gone live social media. She was reaching out for help and all that, but nobody could find her, mm. I hear. Like, someone tried to call 911, tried to call the authorities, and tried to, tried to get her help. No one knew where she was, and... It just makes you think maybe she just didn't want to be found yeah. at the end of the day and mm-hmm. then ended up taking her own life. And mm-hmm. that was rough. That was really rough. Yeah. I I remember Daphne from, she debuted, I think, in like the closer to the dying days of WCW. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was uh, paired with uh, David Flair. Yeah. And Crowbar. Yeah. Crowbar. They were, they were all this like <laughs> trio of, uh, for lack of a better term, mentally unstable individuals right that uh right. terrorized i guess well i remember they had like maybe terrorized is a bit of a, <laughs> a bit right it is a bit much but i do remember specifically they had one vignette where they were going through a drive-through a fast food drive-through and david flair ended up yelling at the <laughs> yelling at the 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 cashier that he got his order wrong and then daphne ran into the restaurant and stole a bunch of food you know, hijinks. <laughs> of course. Absolute hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> is that, dude, is that where you first saw Daphne as well? WCW? I guess maybe that was her first big push. Yeah. Dustin? Uh, <laughs> I was reading updates on the guy who unfortunately got injured at that tournament last night. Mm. Oh, okay. uh, I remember, I don't really remember much from the end of WCW. 
It was a shit show for Just, the lack of a better I mainly term. remember her from her TNA run. Okay. Right. Oh, you know what? I keep forgetting that. Yeah, there was, she did have something going on where she basically kind of sort of played the same character. But as I recall, TNA, she wasn't as over the top because when I first saw Daphne, it's like I was just attracted to her right away. Like the character was absolutely amazing. Just, just cause she looked like she might've been a cool metal chick to hang out with on <laughs> the black hair, Saturday the... Night. the black hair, the look and her gimmick stood out where she just, is that ringside screaming? Yeah, she's not wasn't your typical diva from, right. that was known now at, or at, at at that time. But uh, yeah, she definitely was a bit of a standout. The, the the whole screaming thing has been done by a myriad of other women uh, over the past twenty years. So she kind of set that uh, mm-hmm. bit of a trailblazer, if if nothing else. Oh, like, for, for sure. For that, yeah, because n- nowadays we got the bunny in AEW doing that. Uh, who do we have WWE? I guess Mickey James kind of went down that path a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with her feud with Trish Stratus. Uh, uh, Rosemary. Rosemary, oh, yeah. yeah. Rosemary yeah, Impact, there's, yeah, there's some Daphne and Rosemary as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, that's too bad. That, that was really rough. And, uh, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada does extend our condolences. Yeah, the, Bailey took that particularly hard because mm-hmm. she had... Uh, a history with Daphne mm-hmm. and yeah they they obviously got along very well and yeah I know well yeah Daphne was one of Bailey's one of Bailey's first matches mm-hmm. in the indie wow. scene when wow. she went by Davina Rose see and, that's something that we as fans like we see these quote-unquote characters and of course I hate that word but for the lack of a better expression right it now, is what it is it's a television show. right right we see them like this mm-hmm. and we don't necessarily think of them having friend being friends with the others backstage and on the road and in their personal time and all that. So when someone, someone passes away, it doesn't just affect the family of that person. It affects a lot of other people behind the scenes, like in the industry as well. Yeah. <laughs> pe- pe- as well. People you wouldn't really expect to, cause you never actually see them interact on, uh, right. On television, all that much, right? Like right. Uh, it was the same thing when uh, when Brody Lee passed away, and uh, Big E was posting about it, and that it really hit him hard, and how close he was with uh, with Brody, and yeah. So that's you, you never really know what's going on, but you never know until you actually know. Like right. that's <laughs> you can make all the assumptions you want, but yeah, it's uh, like when you're traveling with these people so often, like friendships bloom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of course sometimes when you when you travel things get a little wild, which mm-hmm. we'll get to a little yeah. bit later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um shortly after they announced but like before the, the that, sorry? yeah, it's uh also TNA did TNA. Impact. I'm calling it TNA, I don't care. Uh TNA announced that they're doing a memorial Monsters Ball match for Daphne. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, women's Monsters Ball, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's not a uh, pay-per-view or a special event. That's on it's, that it's knockout. A, it's a match type. I yeah, believe. like it's a house show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called like knockouts, knockdown knockouts or yeah. something. But yeah, is it... It's like an all-women's pay-per-view? I think so. Okay. So I thought it was just like a house show. I don't know. I haven't really read into it. 
I don't keep but up with... But they're doing um, Daphne's you, Memorial <laughs> Monsters Ball. You're the one who's supposed to keep up with Impact. Oh. Yes, <laughs> Snowy. I'm sorry. I was off having a life uh, this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. WWE and AEW. He's all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You're, you're NWA and Impact and ROH, and yeah. he's all the underground mud show uh, okay. bullshit. Okay. <laughs> well, so far, that's working. Yeah. Okay, speaking about Snowy's role, it was particularly, like, shortly after... Daphne had passed away. They also announced that one Jim Davies passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, if that name doesn't ring a bell immediately to you guys, it might does have not. Been, no, okay, it might have been a little bit before your time, but in the late mid to late '80s, he was one of the guys um, doing helping commentary, but also doing the interview segments for the old Stampede territory. That's in out of Calgary. Okay. Working, working with Ed Whalen, and oh, of course, yeah. along with you know the old Stampede, you saw he interviewed like Brian Pillman, Bruce Hart, Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, everyone that came out of that territory during that time in some way, shape, or form had worked with Jim Davies. Hmm. So basically, you know, this is one of the voices of my childhood, like, yeah, or at least my teens. Okay. As well, like when Tony Schiavone came back, everyone was like, back to AEW, everyone was like, oh, the voice of my childhood and all that. Well, I lost one of mine, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's too bad. So homework, guys, and everyone listening, go back, find some old uh, Stampede from that area. It's all up on the YouTube and check out the, the great work that Jim Davies did as okay. well um and of course wrestling night in canada does extend our condolences to the davies family once again to the swirl family that's too bad but that's out of the way mm-hmm. it's all fun and games from from here on out good games bad games and all sorts of games in the between. art of the art of war games. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's start <laughs> off with. Let's yeah. start. Hey, hang on. I gotta <laughs> find that match list again. That works. Good segue. Way there to go, go. Me. Pat me. Pat there you back. go. There we go. <laughs> Here comes Matt in with the segues. Yep. Right. Here we go. All right. Uh, was it last, was the last weekend? No, no, that was August. Uh, it's been 4th. a couple of weeks ago now. Or no, uh, there was so it was September fourth. <laughs> a couple so, of weeks ago, September nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> the day before, it's the nineteenth already. Holy crap! Yeah, we're a bit behind, but uh, whatever. Yeah, the day before AEW All Out, which Matt will talk about in a few minutes, mm-hmm. we watched GCW: The Art of War Games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, GCW's Outlaw Mud Show bullshit show, <laughs> as Cornette <laughs> yeah. likes to call it. <laughs> Well, he kind of he has a point with this one. Yeah, but, yeah. one of bit. the matches we really wanted to see was Hoovy versus Super Crazy, but which never made, which no. never happened because Super Crazy's visa uh, couldn't yeah, leave Mexico. Certain things you can't get around. Nope. But. Hopefully, we get that in the future. That'd be hopefully that'd be cool. Um, that would be nice. Is this the nineties again? What's, what's yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Starks defeated Janiyah K. Kai. K, Kai. Kai, I don't know. It doesn't matter. That one. I'm pretty sure. Pretty <laughs> that sure. Last name. Pretty I'm sure, sure it different. matters to Mrs. Kai. Uh, or I'm, Mrs. I'm, K. I'm pretty sure it uh, depends on who's pronouncing it. Uh, Tony Deppin beat Alley Cat. Okay. I yeah. think the, f- the funniest part in that match when he low blowed her and she was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. What are you? Doing? Are you yeah. <laughs> and then he went, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, then that two ring ladder match scramble, which I watched yesterday. Oh yeah. Because I didn't have time at the time to see that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninja Mac won. 
that match with a giant sunset flip off a ladder. Yeah, I remember which that. It looked like it There was take. also some crate walking going on. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. And keep up with the times. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hardy would be a crate walker if WWE oh, ever let that yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> crate walking, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. That would be his name. And then the War Games match was after that. It was AJ Gray, Alex Ocean. Alex Ocean, wow. There is a guy called Alex Ocean, but he wasn't in this match. I got the name See, wrong. See, only you would know that. Alex Cologne, <laughs> my <laughs> bad. Effie, uh, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, and Nick Gage against 440, which was... Kogar, Bobby Beverly, Eddie Only, Eric mm-hmm. Ryan, and Gregory Iron, and Ricky Shane Page. And that was good. There's glass everywhere. The, the usual. Yeah, uh, yeah that was sorry. That RS- was the thing that really okay, like when I think war games, it's the two teams dubbed in the double cages and all that. So I thought, okay, that's enough to get my attention. And then all of a sudden, on top of it, it's all your crazy deathmatch shit in there as well it's like holy fuck war games with bric-a-brac yeah what the fuck man and then rsp announced that he's done with deathmatches the next day no okay but he's still holding why yeah but he's still holding to his other two that he was booked for already okay so he's a man of his word he's a man of his word yeah so on the 25th he has one and then in early october he has one and then he's done Okay. So AEW maybe? Yeah, well he's been on Dark and a Dark lot. Elevation, yeah, so probably. That'd be good for him to get more exposure. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. Yeah, for sure. And then Matt Cardona defeated Frank the Clown. Oh yeah. <laughs> that whole really brought he's, the sports. He's dating Noel fully. He's <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> okay, and that was just kind of a joke match yeah. and everyone was in on the to joke get the crowd riled up riled up leading up to and then g raver came out with the druids mm-hmm. okay right and then one of the druids was moxley and then moxley won the title yep right somehow right. in this not really sanctioned out of nowhere yeah, match. yeah. exactly how that works <laughs> it's like snow it's like what you said for the death match with cardona and nick gage it was the most sports entertainment death oh match it was very ever. yeah it was very sports entertainment booked and all that. And just I was I was kind of okay, just as both a wrestling fan who looks at it like it's real and someone who actually follows shit behind the scenes, it pissed me off both ways because it's number one, it's like, I'm sorry, but Matt Cardona, when it comes to GCW, for me, he's the most interesting thing going in the Federation. And I'm afraid they took the title off him. Because he's on his way out. Yeah. Is that the case? What do I think you so, know? If well, he's... he did say he was, he retires from deathmatch wrestling. One Today oh. or yeah. the other day. Oh, okay. He said he retires from deathmatch wrestling. So that was obviously but, just a little spell that. But if you think about it, he's still the universal champion. Oh, the GCW universal championship. Right, yeah. Right, right. So do you think he's, is he still going to stick around? Because like I said, he's the most interesting thing in your mud show <laughs> crap right now. Okay. I don't know. Best heel in wrestling. I, I, yeah. He's, and he's not even, and he's just telling the truth. He's telling you like it is, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So as a fan of his, I was, I was pissed when Moxley came out totally unscheduled, unsanctioned, you know, and steals the title. Yeah. You know, so it's like, ah, but that was one of the great things about the whole angle, because 
good or bad, whether you're cheering for him or not, you know, it it got a rise out of everyone. And it got a lot of more eyes on GCW, on which GCW is good for them. With 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 Moxley winning the title. Is this a good thing for Moxley? Well, we're gonna get that Mox career? Gage rematch. <laughs> yeah, because they had their they had their little face off after after Mox had won the title. And right. I think Moxley said, and I quote you want this? You know where to find it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I assumed that meant Mox or uh, that uh, Gaze was going to show up at all out the next night. Although that was not the case. That would have been cool. It would have been, and Moxley didn't even have the belt with him, but he at least at least he wore a GCW hoodie. Yeah. To represent. I thought that was cool. Yeah. 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 But I thought I expected more from AEW to to uh, to to maybe like at least mention it. Hype that more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the forbidden door. If, you, or if whatnot. he would have come out with a belt, that would have been massive. It would have been, yeah. They yeah. would have, and it would have been like GCW. Like even though there was a hell of a lot more people in at the live show in attendance than I would have expected. Like it's not like GCW is competition to AEW. No. Not at all. You no. Know? So it's like why why not throw him a bone and have Mox come out with the GCW title and say, yeah, look what he won. Last night. Last last night. At the very least, AEW can say, "Yeah, we're the best." You know, <laughs> like our guy just came in there, bitch slapped a bunch of people, and walked out with the title. Mm-hmm. They have bragging rights, and it well, puts like GCW when, uh, over. When they put Gage on AEW for that one episode, it probably did Two wonders. Episodes, yeah, yeah. It, it it probably. I don't did know. Wonders. I still don't know how Brett Lauderdale pulled that off, but he did. Well, that, well now you know what we need. We need if <laughs> presumably if. Moxley does beat Nick Gage in this match. I don't know if he will or not, but that remains to be seen. What we do need is we need John Moxley versus Sammy Callahan for the GCW title. So it'll be kind of like that whole Taz versus Mike Awesome thing for the yeah. ECW title yeah. thing. But where, it was it a, where it was a WCW wrestler facing a WWE wrestler for the ECW title in an ECW <laughs> ring. Well, this will be an AEW wrestler facing an Impact wrestler for the GCW title, title in a GCW oh, ring. Wow, that's I like that booking. Yeah. That'd be cool. I would pay for that. It'd be the, like the modern that. like 20 years later this is what we got. Mm-hmm. And then Taz can Taz can commentate about it and yeah. Your commentate on the match. I think I've done something like this. Yeah, it's like no doubt about it. This brings back great memories, Cole. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and or even if they say even if um Mox retains against Gage, that what they could also do is have the rematch in AEW but have it not as violent. Like even yeah. if they wanted to do a no rope barbed wire, <laughs> they could do it. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan would let a no rope happen. Mm, no rope, eh, maybe not. Maybe uh, well, who knows? okay. Well, they tried to do the exploding death match, and they fucked it up. Thing. Well, yeah. they, they they fucked up the ending. Yeah, the ending. that right. was the, the that match was good. The rest of the match was great. Yeah. Okay, so was that the final? Yeah. That kind of how. And then October 9th, it's Mox versus Gage death match. I'm sure Renee is happy about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's Renee's. Did, it's her birthday tweet? today too. So happy oh. birthday, oh, right Renee. On. Right, yeah. September 19th. That's Renee's birthday. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. What she was tweeting something as well. She she tweeted a photo with the belt when he got home. Yeah, right. She's like Mox is sleeping. I've been walking around the house with this. <laughs> <laughs> and she just had a new one. Uh, something that just happened on AEW because her husband was biting someone. Yeah, I was like, I really wish my husband would stop biting <laughs> people's stop faces. Biting people. 
Yeah, yeah, no, and that just makes me think, like... Well, remember, uh, like he said during his first interview outside of WWE, she knows who she married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he said, I, I was going to do this dumb shit eventually again. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're unrestricted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, ladies. Your love ain't changing I, anybody. I can't... <laughs> I, I can't wait for her reactions to her, his death match with Gage when mm. it happens again. Oh, like, that's good. Good. See, that's who I want on special guest commentary for that show. Yeah, yeah. Every time Moxley does some bizarre death match shit and all that, I want his old lady there watching and doing commentary and all that. Doing have, like the commentary can be like Renee and Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> well, have, have it be a little more than a raw commentary, just going, oh. Yeah. basically that was yeah. the extent of her raw commentary yeah. it would be what the fuck are you doing yeah. why did i marry it's like yeah, yeah i could just picture her just like jesus fucking christ <laughs> and then mocks every once in a while be like i'm okay <laughs> yeah just blood running down his yeah, face yeah. and his chest is looking over at his wife thumbs up good it's like I'm, i know i'm sleeping on the couch later yeah. but yeah i'm, I'm okay <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good I, I can't even begin to imagine how many trips to the doghouse if i was a pro wrestler <laughs> that i would be making just for some of the stupid shit that would be shit so funny do. with Renee on commentary too like, because after the match if he wins or loses he's all bloody he could just walk up to her and be like hug and she'll be like no and he could just chase her yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully no, 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 no. hope she's wearing red that night <laughs> but I'm pretty you've probably said you have you know who you married to uh, Mrs. Snowy more times than Moxley oh, has yeah. to Renee oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got a, you got about 15 years between uh, between <laughs> him and you so yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure and yeah that was the art of war games. Nice. Also, Ron Funches versus Tony Deppen happened the other night, and Ron oh, Funches hit a Canadian destroyer. Ron Funches hit a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> yep. Really? Right, yeah. Right. Wow. Well, I, I didn't know that that guy lost like a lot, a lot of weight because when I we used to watch him, his stand-up comedy, he was big. Well, yeah, because like, when we watched ECW, you were like, he's like, that? that's Ron Funches. Like, it sounds <laughs> like Ron Funches, but it doesn't look like Ron Funches. Like, he used to look like Mark Henry, for lack of a better mm-hmm. comparison, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure on the Kroll show, someone said you're like a bi- you're like a human couch. I love you. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, so uh, how did that go, Ron Funches? <laughs> Deppin, I gotta look for those results. Okay. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, GCW Game Changer Wrestling, the Art of War Games. Horns up, horns down, horns in the middle. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, uh, I was entertained. I I'd give it a horns up. Strictly, strictly yeah. for the for the whole Matt Cardona thing and the ladder match, mm-hmm. yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was that, that was enough for me, <laughs> for right sure. On, right yeah. On. yeah, yeah, I yeah. was definitely, yeah, not not everything blew me away, but yeah, oh, horns up, horns up, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it, and I think the next night mm-hmm. was AEW's All Out. Oh yes, and boy did they ever go all out, go all out. Okay, yeah. so. What I'm going to do is, once again, I'm going to turn the reins over to you, Mr. Copper. Okay. And you give us uh, everything that we need to know all about All Out. My little recap. Yep. Okay. The fallout from All Out. There we go. <laughs> as, uh, yeah, as we're going to, or uh, AEW called uh, Dynamite that, I think. But anyway. Yeah. So All Out, as I'm sure everyone has been made well aware, because it's been a couple weeks, this was an absolutely outstanding show from front to back. Very little things I could say negatively about this. Maybe before w- you keep going, Tony Deppin won. Tony Deppin, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Well, Ron Funches will get his revenge, right? <laughs> Just hits another Canadian. Nope, nobody fucks with Ron Funches. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, all out. Not 
really a whole lot I can say about this event that nobody else has already said. Like, it was absolutely fantastic, front to back, with the exception of that Paul White QT Marshall match. The bathroom which, break. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. It was so on so late in the card. It, everyone acknowledged this is a, the bathroom break match. <laughs> like the latest Sammy Cal- Sammy Cal- Sammy Guevara vlog. I wish Sammy Callahan had a log. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about, he was talking to QT and QT's like, why did everyone think my match with Paul was like the bathroom break? It was the best match on the show. I got <laughs> the, I was beating him up that whole four minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you, you and I remember this match very differently. They were just sitting there like, I remember things like this. And he would point up. And then it was that quick little part where he punched Paul White for th- like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I remember it like that. And Sammy goes, I remember it like this and points up and he's getting chopped. <laughs> <laughs> I remember both men coming out to the ring and then going to the bathroom and then coming back. And I think Paul White already had him in the choke slam and beat him. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I missed much. No, not uh, really. It was but, like, uh, chop, 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 choke slam. Yeah. Like we've said, piss break match. Yeah. Yeah. So. Paul White's triumphant return to the ring, uh, to to the return of a wrestling ring for the first time since 2000. <laughs> you know, wow. WC, no, no, like if, if if we're gonna say that sports entertainment. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Kind of like there, what yeah. CM Punk said, yeah, right. How he left <laughs> professional wrestling in 2005. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, um, the rest of the card though, like the on the pre-show, we had a 10-man tag. This was obviously just a match to get the fans hyped up. It was fan service. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the best friends and Jurassic Express against the, the Hardy family office. Obviously, best friends and Jurassic Express were going to win this one. Yeah. It's like for the kids. However, I don't know how many of the little kids were in attendance. Probably not many, but it was essentially a fan service match. Everyone's having a good time. The baby faces won. Everybody celebrates after. I think members of the Dark Order even came in afterwards to celebrate with them, and they all did the big giant group hug because. Yeah. To quote uh, Excalibur, you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> of course. You got to. But on to the main show proper. We started off with the TNT title match, which was uh, Miro defending against Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston actually gave Miro a run for his money. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing leading up to this match was really good, how Eddie Kingston knew uh, Miro's big weakness was his neck. It was like finding the soft spots on the on the monster in the movies. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the underbelly of the giant crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, however many times they killed Jaws. <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> most of the time by explosion, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, in the end, Miro actually ended up defeating him. I pretty sure, yeah, by pinfall, which is unusual for Miro because usually he wins with his submission move. But he had Eddie in that. But Eddie, yeah, Eddie's not really the kind of guy to tap out. So it doesn't really surprise me. But really solid opener. And... Yeah, Miro retains, still going. He's still God's favorite champion. <laughs> and, I just uh, saw something good. Sorry. Okay. Someone modified WWE's Extreme Rules poster to WWE Regular Rules. Regular Rules. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, most likely. Yeah. Anyway, then we, up next we had uh, John Moxley versus uh, Satoshi Kojima, which Mox won by pinfall. But the big thing that it got everyone talking was after the match. After the match, when Minoru Suzuki came out, and mm-hmm. everyone went went absolutely apeshit, and uh, I know our buddy Mike Menza, who was there with us that night, he was absolutely freaking out about Suzuki, and I was like, <laughs> lost his mind. Yeah, lost his mind. I was like, okay, Mike, yeah, like that's cool, but uh, <laughs> yeah, their, their match that they had on Dynamite, I guess they ran out of time, so it wasn't able to go as long as it was, but uh, 
They're making yeah. up for that. So on... it went out of time, but then they filmed Mox running around for five minutes in the crowd. Yeah, well, it was his hometown. They had to leave room for that. Kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nevertheless, they they're they're making up for it because on Rampage the next next out. week, yeah, they got it's that lights out tag team match. It was Eddie and uh, Moxley versus Suzuki and uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer, yeah. So Lance, Ar- Lance, Lance Archer, Lance Hoyt, a, yeah, Lance Archer is a heel again. I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like okay, big show WWE. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heel face, heel face. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, so and then after that, we had the uh, AW Women's World Title match. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker defending against Chris Statlander. Uh, no, nah, I don't have anything bad to say about this match. Uh, definitely, I think. Uh, one of the highlights of the match was when uh, Chris Stantlander was like this uh, this close to getting counted out, and Orange Cassidy showed more emotion than I've ever seen him show in <laughs> his entire life. Because I think the referee got to eight, and he just took off his sunglasses and went, Chris, get back in the ring now! And I was like, uh, okay. That's the most animated I think I've ever seen Orange Cassidy. <laughs> and then Cornette probably threw a fit when Statlander kicked out of a Canadian Destroyer and a curb stomp. Oh, yeah. Two most one, two of the most protected moves. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, it's not wrong. Yeah, that's true. But but you know the not, neither of those moves are Britt Baker's finisher. So she. Oh well, yeah. they, they can't work. Then. No, yeah, they, they can't work to their full effect. Right. This was uh, the. What was I thinking? Somebody I'm dating might be showing up later. Panama Sunrise. Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Britt Baker ended up retaining in the end, continuing her reign, which you know I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she deserves a long reign. Mm-hmm. And then up next, we had the steel cage match for the world tag team titles. Match the, of the night. Yeah, Lucha Brothers. Sure. Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. My God. This was like. This match reminded me. It was like a scaled down version of an NXT War Games match. It was like one ring, one cage, but with like a third of the competitors. <laughs> like just, just the way everything was going so back and forth and just like the little things people would pull out here and there. Mm-hmm. Definitely comparable in that sense. And like. I loved when Matt Jackson pulled out the the Nike with all the spikes on the bottom. Kind of a callback to PWG. the PWG days. Yeah. When he super kicked Candice LeRae. Yep. Yep. But in this instance, he super kicked uh, Penta, and yeah, his blood mixed with the makeup, and it looked very, uh, very gnarly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nevertheless, the, this whole match, like from beginning to end, was just. And of course, there was a spot inevitably when Ray Phoenix was going to jump off the top of the cage, and he did. And I'm just glad he's alive to tell the tale. <laughs> but it's also Ray if Phoenix. They would have moved splat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's also Ray Phoenix. So he would have lived, yeah. but he would still be in the hospital right now. Yeah, he's like a cat. <laughs> he's like doesn't actually get hurt from falling from high spaces. But yeah, match his head was probably shit, shit, shit. Yeah, shit. but that catch that- me. <laughs> But yeah, like we said, match of the night, absolutely. That without... destroyer off the top rope too. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Canadian destroyers this night. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe just two. But still, that's like on being the elite. The next day, he's like my neck. Ow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our flight got delayed four times. My neck is sore. Now mm-hmm. we got to drive for five hours. Hooray! Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh huh. And then uh, next up, we had the 21 women uh, casino battle royale. None of our picks won this one. Mm-mm. Yeah, they all got eliminated. 
but it came <laughs> came down to Thunder Rosa and a debuting Ruby Soho, formerly oh. formerly Ruby Riot in WWE. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, just when that music hit, or when when the timer went down and the uh, music hit, it was uh, uh, Ruby the song Ruby Soho by Rancid. Rancid, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, from what I've been reading, Lars from Rancid actually gifted that song to her to use. Right. And gave 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 her uh, exclusive permission, so saved uh, saved Tony Khan a few bucks on his uh, music rights uh, bill that he's been racking up. <laughs> which which he would have we have been gladly to have just like I don't know he, he probably spends more money on music rights than he does paying some of his talent. Yeah, probably you know? <laughs> because of all the songs that they use. But yeah, when the when the chorus of Ruby Soho hit. I remember, like we the what, there was five of us all surrounding your TV. We all went ballistic. There was more yeah. than five of us. How, oh yeah, that's right. No, there must have been well, there was seven. The, there was the three of us. There was DJ. There was Menza. There was Mike Mason, and also Mike Mason. And, there was yeah. Mike Mason. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's probably something that we should share with our listeners now. Of course, if you've been listening to the show right from the beginning, mm-hmm. okay, everyone will remember we had a fourth horseman here of the apocalypse, Mister Mike Mason. Okay, and he unfortunately, life, life interferes. Gets in the yep. This is just a podcast. It's not not a job. Sometimes people have to step down. He was. We were fortunate enough to have him join us. Okay, that evening for All Out because he's a big AEW fan. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to us at the time, he also knew another guy and was <laughs> legit friends with another guy named. Mike Mason. Mike Mason. <laughs> so we were all calling him Mike Mason Remax agent. Yeah. Agent, because I guess that's his. Yeah, you want to buy a job. house? Look up Mike Mason. Yeah. <laughs> cheap plug, cheap yeah. plug there and all that. So that was a lot of fun. And if you're a longtime listener of Radioactive Metal, you may even know who Mike Mike Menza was. I've had him in his various heavy metal bands, punk bands, hardcore bands. Withdrawal and Endless Chaos, right. Solanum. I've had. Yeah. Mike on the show yeah. on Radioactive Metal. So it was, and I hadn't seen him in so long because of the pandemic and all that. I think that. it was like almost two years. Two years. Since I'd yeah. Seen yeah. So when you said, yeah, Mike's, Mike's coming by, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Right on. This yeah. Is, just this one, awesome. one random night. I think it was like a Saturday at like 1 a.m. I just messaged him on Instagram because that's the only, <laughs> that's the only social media he has left. And I was just like, hey, dude, if you're not doing anything on September 5th, do you want to come over for All Out? And he like messaged me back right away. Like I wasn't expecting anything, and he just messaged me back. And he's just like, "Yeah, absolutely, man, for sure." I was like, no, no, "Oh, no. killer!" Well, sometime soon we got to set up a fourth mic here in your studio. Yeah, and for and Mike, have Mike. Mike, yeah, fourth Mike, Mike for Mike. Mike yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, we're all quite excited mm-hmm. when Ruby Soho kicked in, and it was fantastic. Yep, we definitely were. Okay, and then up next we had uh, Chris Jericho versus MJF. Jericho lost. He would have to retire from in-ring competition forever. But for, well, yeah, that's 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 a minor detail. Right, right, <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah, that didn't end up mattering in the end. But uh, at, at first, though, it looked like MJF had uh, won the match because he hit when the referee was distracted. He hit Jericho with his baseball bat, Floyd. And by the way, Jr. made that comment saying that has has Floyd turned his back on Jericho? Yeah, <laughs> loved that line on commentary. I love Jim Ross. Yeah, so he, <laughs> so MJF hits Jericho with the bat and then hits him with uh hits him with the Judas effect, Jericho's own move, and then gets the pin. But Jericho's foot was on the bottom rope, but uh, the referee didn't see it. 
MGF's music started playing. MGF is celebrating away as he does uh, when he gets even the mo- even the most cheap of victories. Mm-hmm. Heels. <laughs> but, that's, right, uh, that's right. But yeah, and then another referee. Uh, can't remember who it was. Was it Aubrey? No, Aubrey was the one in the match, but I forget who the other ma- uh, referee who came down was. Random but, dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah random one ref. of them. Uh, yeah, informed them of uh, what had happened, so Aubrey restarted the match. Jericho got uh, got MJF in the walls of Jericho. It looked like he was going to go for the old-school line tamer at first, but couldn't quite get that elevation on it. But, uh, yeah, MJF ended up tapping out to uh, the walls of Jericho, and Jericho is still allowed to uh, to compete in ring. But, uh, yeah, so the, the the career of Jericho is not done quite yet. Still right on, right much on. more to add. And then next up, we had the in-ring return of one CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Seven years since his last match. This is his first match since Royal Rumble 2014, where he was forcibly eliminated by Kane when he had a concussion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Led to him walking out of the company, as we know, and leaving, well, sports entertainment slash professional wrestling for... The better part of the decade, and yeah, now he's back. He's he back. faced he faced Darby Allen in his first match, uh, and there, this has been documented online that this match was structured very similarly to a match between Bret Hart and the One Two Three Kid from an episode of Raw in 1994. And this was actually this uh, this was intentional. CM Punk did this as kind of a nod to both of those guys, and even. Uh, X-Pac himself had signed off on it saying that was great. I really appreciate it. I don't know what Bret Hart had to say, but I'm sure he uh, he, he has nothing but negative stuff to say <laughs> these course. days anyway. So. I'm going to say to say it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and, and CM Punk wearing tights instead of trunks, that was a bit different, <laughs> but I have a feeling that also played into the Bret Hart uh, mm-hmm. tribute. But uh, one, of my, one of my highlights from this match was when... Uh, Punk was down on the mat and Darby went for the coffin drop and Darby or and Punk basically countered it just by doing the Undertaker sit up and Darby just landed flat on his back. Sure, yeah, well, like maybe kind of a nod because they were supposed to, or he wanted he wanted that match to headline the WrestleMania where it happened, mm-hmm. but it didn't. And yeah, but well, Punk never got his WrestleMania main event. Oh, oh well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when he just sat up and Darby fell flat on his back and it just showed Punk just kind of laughing to himself. I thought that was, I thought that was awesome. But yeah, in the end, because they could have done that at that mania too. If Punk would have went for an elbow, Taker could have just been like, Nope. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, yeah, in the end, Punk won by pinfall after hitting the GTS on Darby. And and... he beat Sting's goth son. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He did. Do you think maybe this is somewhere way shape or form down the line maybe even a year from now old school booking punk sting i can see it yeah well they they've definitely been teasing it so okay yeah i I could see it for sure like if you would have told me this time last year that we're gonna see that we had the potential of seeing cm punk <laughs> versus sting in a, in a match on television anywhere yeah, yeah i would have called you crazy i would have told you to go go fuck yourself but like don't don't give me don't give me hopes that's right that's right well we know on wwe it would have been terrible anyway yeah oh, yeah it would have ended by disqualification mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a surprise roll-up mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> when every match on raw a few weeks back that ended in surprise surprise roll-up, roll-up or dis- or disqualification yep yep 
Yeah. Booking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, then up next we had the Paul White versus QT Marshall match. It only went three minutes and ten seconds. Yeah, not much to say that we didn't already say <laughs> at the beginning of this uh, segment. Where I yeah. totally forgot all about it. Yeah, it was a piss break match. Paul White won with a choke slam. Yeah, yep. yeah, <laughs> yep. That's it. And he's gonna, then he's going to go back to the commentary desk on elevation. <laughs> but uh, then we had our main events. It would have been funnier uh-huh. if he did that, like what uh, Jerry Lawler used to do. Okay, you don't interrupt the dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> if Paul White was doing commentary on the show, and then he just did the Jerry Lawler's music. He gets up. Takes off the suit top, walks to the ring. <laughs> yeah. Finishes the match, goes back, puts the suit back on, sits down. Yeah, could be funny. Why not? But anyway. Double duty. Yeah, double duty. Yeah, okay, exactly. Now, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. There we go. Dun, dun, We got onto the main events. Yeah. Kenny Omega defending the AEW world title against Impact World Champion Christian Cage, which is a sentence, also a sentence I never thought I would say. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, just the fact. Okay, not only AEW versus Impact a year ago never would have happened. Or no. At least we never would have thought. Christian Cage back in wrestling. Nah, yeah. Yeah, nah. Christian Cage back in wrestling. Impact champion. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Christian yeah. Cage main eventing a pay-per-view. Nah, nah. Yeah, nah. 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 Never. Yeah. yeah, well, didn't that blow up in our face? Yeah, sure enough. But yeah, like the whole the whole thing going into this match was that Christian Cage kind of had Kenny Omega's number, having beat him for the Impact World Title on the first episode of Rampage. So that Christian was kind of using that as like the head games to get in to get to Kenny Omega, saying, "I beat you once, I can do it again." But mm-hmm. the lead up to that was Winnipeg was mentioned a lot. So oh yeah, Don Thanks, Callis. Don. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you, Don Callis. Yeah, which hey, I can listen. Like okay, like. People can say whatever they want about Don Don Callis or whatever. He is far and away one of the most entertaining people like in wrestling right now. Cyrus the virus. Yep. Any, anytime he comes out on AEW or on Impact, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm there. You have my complete undivided attention. And not only that, not only am I excited, but generally I'm with my wife and mother-in-law, and they're mm-hmm. instantly, oh, not this guy. Oh, I hate <laughs> this guy. Oh, he's such an asshole. He's this, this, and this. Well, yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome, yeah. It's better than wanting to change the channel. Like you, you want to see him get socked in the You want to see him punched out. Yep. That's the idea. And, yep. and Callis knows that. He's from the old school. He gets mm-hmm. it, and he's, he's, he's got it down. It's fantastic. Yeah, anyone who wears shoes that match their shirt that, that are that obnoxious color of purple, they're That's looking it. to get... <laughs> they're looking for it. They're begging for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this... Uh, it was a really good match, I gotta say. Like, you, you don't think Christian can go, being that he's in his 40s and a, much like Punk hasn't wrestled for the better part of a decade, but mm-hmm. he, well, for lack of a better saying, he went all out. Yeah. He, he outworked they, everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, sell t-shirts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, he 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 took some really awesome spots. The guys went back and forth. There was a couple moments where I thought, can Christian Cage actually pull this off? But in the end, he's had everyone succumbs to the one-winged angel. Nobody kicks out of that move. Nobody. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, but but okay. I will say before I get to the last five minutes of this match, this uh, signified an end to my longest reigning 
a uh, WNIC world title reign. Oh. And our Da-da-da. new champion is Snowy White. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, your your third or fourth reign, but the first time you've actually physically held the, the belt? The first time I've actually held the belt because all the time while we were doing these these challenges and the, the the friendly competition between us the pandemic was going on we're doing over the skype and all that mm-hmm. so for the very first time i was actually able once well i mean there was no doubt that the snowy was winning that oh night. Well, there was no yeah. doubt about that okay so when i actually actually held the belt and put the strap on like you knew okay yeah mm-hmm. this is this is what it's all about and i still have it's it's it's, it's at home and <laughs> you gotta bring it next weekend uh do i gotta defend it next week yeah what's what is Extreme the next oh right regular rules regular oh, rules right. so that's a wwf event yep mm-hmm. okay well there was my title reign but well, we'll anyways see. it's on you guys will be happy to know it's on display in my living room okay Right next to Mr. Stay Puffed. Okay. <laughs> now, what what Mr. Stay Puffed is, if no one has been, if, if you have any listeners that haven't been following my personal social media, my my Facebook page, I post lots of pictures. I have a stuffed Mr. Stay Puffed from the from Ghostbusters, and he stays in the living room. Right. We have to bounce. Did him you around put the title on from him? chair to chair? Well, it doesn't. Not going to fit right on him, but it's sitting. Yeah. With Mr. Stay Puffed in the same chair. Every time we have to move Stay Puffed, the belt goes with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, I have to defend it. I have to successfully defend it at this WWF card because Stay Puffed's going to be pissed if if I lose it. So mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want to defend your title so soon, but I mean, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 As, in the yeah. words of Macho Man Randy Savage, unjustifiably in a position I'd rather not be in. <laughs> but, okay, that's not it. That's not it. No, nope. no, there is still a lot more to go. The last five minutes of this entire event. Oh, my God. So, after Kenny Omega had already beaten Christian Cage, the Elite comes out to continue the beatdowns. Uh, JR and all, all all three commentators are basically saying, oh, this is, co- enough is enough. Come on. And Jurassic <laughs> Express tried to come out and even the score, and uh, but the numbers game was a bit too much, being that there's uh, five guys in the elite as of that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they were beating them down. Kenny Omega gets on the mic and says, are you beginning to understand Chicago? He's like, there's like nobody who can beat me. I'm paraphrasing here. But mm-hmm. he, sa- he basically said, the only people who could beat me for this title are either already retired or they're already dead. Then he's either not here, <laughs> not here, that already retired rough. or they're already dead. That was rough. Yeah. And then, uh, the lights go out. Nobody. Yeah. Or nobody knows who's coming for sure. We all expected who, but of course, none other than Adam Cole, baby, baby. making he his AEW debut. <laughs> <laughs> comes out to an enormous pop, brand new music that sounds exactly like Rage Against the Machine, but it, it I, I popped for it. I, I, I did. It was I, fantastic. Uh, it was awesome. He comes out, uh, the crowd's going wild. He gets in there, does his pose. Everybody says Adam Cole, baby, as they should. And then two seconds later, he super kicks Jungle Boy, aligning himself with the elite. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, no, but they tried to kill him, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so Adam Cole is all elite. He's aligned himself with the elites. 
So now the elite, as he said, is the most dominant faction in all of professional wrestling, and I kind of have to agree, agree with him. With him, yeah. Like nice. you got o- Omega, the Bucks, Cole, the the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Don Callis being their, even though none of these guys really need a mouthpiece. Don Callis being the mouthpiece. <laughs> I still feel bad for Brandon Cutler, what his gimmick is. Oh, what, the he's basically their manservant? Yep. Yeah, just sprays cold spray on them. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, that's... Uh, Very good. Hey, if he's, if he's getting paid and he's happy doing what he's doing, then yeah, you don't yeah, need to feel bad for him. him I guess. Here, put on this track suit. <laughs> put on this track suit and this face protector and spray us with cold spray. <laughs> uh, we'll pay what we get paid. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> But then, yeah, Adam Cole gets on the mic, basically says what I just said about them being the, uh, or what was it, story time with Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he comes, or yeah, they, they ham it up in the ring. The, the Young Bucks kiss, kiss, kiss each one of his cheeks. Yeah, it's just just like the Ring of Honor days. but When they were called Super Click. Yeah, so, yeah, Super Click. Super Click Party. <laughs> but, Which uh, they trademarked. Nice. Okay, so we can see the Super Click. Yep. Nice. Okay. All right. And then with uh, with that, Kenny Omega was going to send us home without further ado and wished us a goodbye mwah, and good night. And then Flight of the Valkyries Valkyrie started playing. <laughs> and who comes out? <laughs> Fucking Brian Danielson. <laughs> Making his jump from WWE to AEW. My God, what a night! Yeah, what yeah. an absolute. Sucks they couldn't get final countdown. We but. Well, yeah, fifty grand per, per. They wanted appearance. that for it in two thousand eight. Yeah, from ROH. Yeah, yeah, but ROH is owned by the Sinclair Media Group, who owns like uh, Fox and CBS. So they would have been fine. So they got money. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Sinclair. How much money are they give? Does Sinclair give ROH though? Oh, uh, like, that's a. Good point. You know, <laughs> but, because, yeah, like yeah, they've got mega bucks. Can probably, if 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 they were to actually, if Sinclair was to actually give ROH that type of money, they would be competing with WWE and that's true and AEW. I'm actually surprised that they're well, not the third major brand. You know, that's a good but point. Guess, well, it, if you think about it is. now, with the AEW guys, they let them do the indie bookings. Imagine Brian oh, shows yeah. up in Ring of Honor again. Ooh. Well, oh, okay. no, I think uh, ROH and AEW don't really get along because Cody and the Bucks and Kenny all kind of used Sinclair's money to fund All In, which they kind of used as a way to start AEW. Right. Because they all thought that this was going to mean big things for Ring of Honor, <laughs> which ended <laughs> which, up not being the which case. not being the case. So yeah. I think Sinclair might be a little sour at... Uh, at right. the uh, elite, <laughs> no, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But PWG, Dan- no. yeah, and Danielson has made it well known he wants a match with Jonathan Jonathan Gresham. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the reasons why he wanted to get back into the ring. You know, when the WWF didn't want him, you know, for wrestling, whatever. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want want him wrestling and all that. That's the top of his to to do list. Mm-hmm. And if he has to go to Japan, if he has to go to Ring of Honor, if he has to go to any of the indies, I think eventually he's going to. Yeah. So if AEW was smart, they would hammer out a deal with ROH to get that match going, or else he's well, just let's see if he's Tony... take his ball and go home, and take his ball and go home. Well, let's see if Con yeah. and Sinclair can uh, can play nice. Well, <laughs> do it, do it for business. Because yeah. if Brian yeah. were to show up in an ROH pay per view. 
<laughs> that building of maybe 200 people that they have would go insane. For that one night, do you think Sinclair would shell out the 50 grand to use Final Countdown? I could see it. Yeah. Mm. Because that's that, what ROH fans remember. It would by. it would have to be a pay-per-view. It would have to be, you know, a, a big event if they're going to bring Brian. Daniel Bryanson in. That's right. If they're going to yep. pay out for Final Countdown and all that, it would have, have to be a big event. But we do get a match on Dynamite of the Plain White Tees next week. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> the, the Haynes Tees. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are getting Omega versus Brian Again. a little sooner than I expected. Yeah. Uh, at, yeah. at least it's going to be at a stadium in New York. Right. Like, it's going to be an interesting... AEW's first stadium show, I think. Yeah, it is. Like, they're. This is, I think it's going to be bigger than their United Center show, which was Punk's debut, because that was like 30,000 people. That mm-hmm. was their biggest show to date. Okay. What, sorry, do you know the attendance for, you know, for, for, for Arthur Ashe? Arthur Ashe, uh, the capacity? Because it, 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 it's a tennis stadium. Like, it, you don't need, it's not like a football stadium. Or, no, that's true. Or a soccer stadium. I guess that's football, too. Yeah. But. Yeah, like <laughs> you only need a playing field so much. It has a capacity of twenty three thousand seven hundred seventy one, but you have to also you're going to add seats on the floor, oh, but so you also probably... have to take out a rather large section for the stage, unless they keep the stage minimal, like they right. did uh, in Madison Square Garden back in the day, right? Right. To accommodate <laughs> as many people as possible. So are we but... pushing close to thirty thousand? I uh, unless it's, if they can fit seven thousand people on the floor, but I don't know. That's actually a tough one. It's going to outdraw the Madison Square Garden shows mm-hmm. for sure, right. which in New York is kind of like doing this to WWE. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like it we is. outsold you on your home turf. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah, because the WWF for years had a contract with Madison Square Garden, and that that's the mecca. Like they mm-hmm. could be the only wrestling federation to play to do their thing in in madison square garden every time the nwa wanted to go to um to new york they had to do the nassau coliseum Mm. where they did the bunkhouse stampede uh pay-per-view and not doing madison square garden really hurt that show and all that like yeah like that's wanted it yeah but like, it's just kind of kind of puts a smile on your face that AEW's first show in New York is going to outdraw Madison oh. Square Garden. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Any any anyone that gives Vince the finger, yeah, has got a pat on the back for me. Yeah, but now watch Vince is going to book uh, TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville for WrestleMania 40, <laughs> <laughs> right across the street from Daly's place. Yeah. Yeah. But that, actually, no. Con Con's dad owns that building. Yeah. Or, yeah or, that's... Or, Something like because, that, I think. But yeah, because the real Mr. Khan, his mm-hmm. dad. Yeah. He yeah, he owns the Jaguars and the stadium and probably and, most and, of Florida. And Daly's place. Yeah. 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 So But no, uh, that I, I I can see Vince trying to book TIAA <laughs> Bankfield for WrestleMania. Even though it's not the biggest stadium, but just out of spite. Yeah, out of spite. Be like, you're gonna outdraw me in my home turf. Well, I'm gonna do the same to you, pal. <laughs> it's like no, and then it's like tries to book it. Nope. No, like, you're oh, not, you're not. I see. And then the night before, well, can I buy you? And then the night before, AEW has a show in their stadium across the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if Vince can't get Jacksonville, he'll go somewhere else. He'll go to like Tampa or uh, mm-hmm. Miami. What, or... what was WrestleMania supposed to be called again? Oh, the Colossal Tussle. AW the Colossal Tussle. <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh shit! I don't know if uh, I don't know if Vince has a trademark for the Colossal Tussle, but if they had called like an episode <laughs> of Dynamite the Colossal Tussle. Oh, yeah, right. oh my God! The that, week before that, WrestleMania. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, yeah, Tony. Yeah. Kenny, anyone, if you're listening, yeah, Chris please, Jericho, do it, if you're do listening, listening, do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. AEW is the colossal tussle. <laughs> the day, of the week before, or the week of WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> What's kind of been your opinion of Soho, of Cole, of um, Danielson so far? Are they using them right, or do you like the directions they're going? Hard to say, really. It's only been a couple weeks, and right. well. Uh, Adam Cole, well, he won his first match against Kazarian on uh, on right. uh, Dynamite. Uh, with him, he kind of got to wait, waited out a little bit, because uh, with NXT, he wasn't pushed right to the top right away. Mm-hmm. Like, he had to go, like, they formed the Undisputed Era, and then, then they did. That was did. still one of the best factions in a long time. Yeah, it is. Hard to believe that half of them don't even work for the company mm-hmm. anymore, but anyway. The only one left is Roderick Strong. And, no, and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, right. Yeah. Thanks. For now. <laughs> yeah, for, for now, yeah. Until Vince <laughs> thinks his ears are too big and then fires him. But... Yeah, yeah. Was this attack the write-off? Probably. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, with Adam Cole, it was kind of a slow burn because he, he won the, the... He was the first ever North American champion, and then at the same time, he was tag team champions with O'Reilly after one of, during one of Bobby Fish's uh, frequent injuries that he had in NXT. And then they finally pushed him to the top. I think it was like 2018. They or no 2019. They pulled the trigger on him to mm-hmm. win the NXT title, and he had the longest reigning NXT title reign, the longest single reign uh, of all time, as of right now. So, Which I'm yeah, sure with, Vince isn't too happy about. Eh, well, I know, I know, Adam Cole's only five foot eight, but he's a hell of a fucking wrestler, so that shouldn't matter. But uh, with Adam Cole, I think it's going to... I can see him eventually turning face and going... Cole Omega. Cole Omega, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's... I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I have my own plans that I want to see happen. Like, <laughs> right. I want to see the Elite versus uh, Hangman Christian and the Jurassic Express in blood and guts. Like, there we go. Yeah. 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 And I want, I want Hangman to be the one who takes the title off of... Uh, Omega. Omega. Yeah. Well, once Ome- again, they have to re-push him again. And they yeah. have to rebuild him up again. Well, he just had a kid. That's why he's been gone right. for the yeah, time but being. They, but... they got to do something with him. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. How about this? How about if Hangman does take the title off of uh, Omega and then going down the line a little bit, Adam Cole beats Adam Page for the title. And then the elite turn on Adam Cole, kind of like how do the evolution do the uh, what evolution did to Randy Orton? Do the tribute uh, to Hunter there and have him up, and then Omega <laughs> just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. thumbs down, yeah. yeah. And I can I can picture Adam Cole's face just being on top of like uh, Luke Gallows' shoulders or something, yeah, because <laughs> he's the tallest yeah. guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if that actually happens, I'm sure the Young Bucks already have been like, this is how we're doing it, yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. The first time, Adam Cole's first interview on Dynamite 
Okay, he comes back and he does his shtick and all that. And the very first thing he does is he goes after Tony Schiavone. <laughs> yeah. And and I I get it. Okay, he's like, okay, you're supposed to be friends with Brit. Yeah, if you okay. even look at her, you wrong. even look at her the wrong way and all that. And I'm yeah. kind of like, okay, if this is if this is just if this is a work, it makes him. He's supposed to be this big badass. Mm-hmm. It makes him look like an insecure little teenager. Like it, it, it that's what. It, like okay, Shivani's this old man. Yeah, you probably like couldn't Adam- get it up, you know, with, <laughs> without the help of Blue Chew, which those guys that. They can go fuck themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the help of blue chew. Sorry, Skiavone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh... so how much of a threat really is Skiavone to your old lady? Like, this made Cole look just bad. Yeah, for, I, I agree that that was bit. rather unnecessary. Oh, for sure, for sure. Now, if it was, if it was a shoot... This makes Cole look really bad. Mm. It makes you look like an insecure teenager. There was no working your way around that. Yeah, even that though was Cole's absolutely like, brutal. How old is Cole? Like 32, 33? Right. Around there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, and Skiavone is pushing 70. Is he? Yeah, like really? he's getting up there. Oh, he's got really good hair for a 70-year-old. Well, he's, <laughs> he, he, he was older Google. when I was young. Yeah. You know, like... He was the voice of my teens, my childhood. Fair like, enough. And I'm 50 Tony now. Shavani. Like, yeah. If you he's still Skiavone. Still <laughs> Skiavone. He's, he's 63. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And to kind of follow up some more, I maybe they're uh, to put Soho with Britt Baker in a program already without any sort of buildup. Ugh, this is kind of good and bad, but I did like on Rampage this this past week. I did enjoy their little their <laughs> promo, their their, ver- their verbal sparring, yeah, b- back and forth because it was if it was a work shoot, it didn't expose the business, but because it was stuff that we already knew and was part of the AEW show. Oh yeah, the whole like. Soho saying like, "Oh, Britt Baker's just some entitled pretty or pretty girl, uh, yeah, banging some... someone in the back." It's like <laughs> man, she's talking about Adam Cole. You're just like <laughs> all the other women yeah. in pro wrestling, some stuck up, entitled, and banging some dude in the back. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, I, ah, I can I can believe they went there, but I can't believe they went there." Hmm. You, you know, and of course Baker, you know goaded her by saying yeah well you got fired yeah it's like you call yourself the runaway but you didn't run away you got fired (laughs) (laughs) fired which i'm assuming calling herself the runaway is a tribute to the runaways i can only imagine you know the hard rock band from the 70s that gave us joan jett Mm -hmm. gave us lita ford uh one of my favorite bands when i was a teenager i still love the runaways to this day really great stuff so Remember how WWE at first people were calling it a t-shirt company? AEW, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of them, a meme just came up. The thing of CM Punk says sells over 100,000 t-shirts since AEW debut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when your t-shirt company's elaborate plan to sell more shirts pans out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. Yeah, yeah. Did I'm we do? Still waiting for my flag. Yeah. Pro wrestling tees. Come on. <laughs> I had to wait over a month and a half for my hat. How did you finally get it? 
Oh, you're wearing it. Yeah, I'm wearing new hotness. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. How am I even wearing today? Oh, anomalism. Anomalism. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, AEW All Out. Do I really? Okay, we'll just do it for the sake of up. doing it. Horns up, horns down, horns up. in the middle. Four horns up. <laughs> Right. I, I wish I had more horns. I had more so, horns. Yeah. So I could put, give the six horns up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I got I to gotta give it the way horns up as well. Absolutely yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that was good. Uh, some people have hailed it as the best wrestling pay-per-view since WrestleMania 17. That, was, that was the, 20 years ago. When was the main event to that? Uh, that was Austin, Austin versus The Rock when Austin turned heel oh, and okay. joined up with McMahon. But the overall pay-per-view, though, that was the one with TLC. Uh, with, uh, where Cri- Jeff did the ladder walk, so the, yeah, the crate. That was the that was the Hardys, Chris, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. Uh, TLC, uh, two? TLC two, I think. Yeah, right. yeah. So that was that pay per view in and of itself was great, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I think it also had Kane through Raven through a window. Oh yeah, and almost and Raven mm-hmm. almost cut the power out to the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all that out was funny. yeah. But let's let's go back to twenty twenty one. There we go. All out. Yeah, All Out was an absolutely fantastic show from beginning to end. Uh, nobody got seriously hurt, unlike last year's All Out that I'm aware of, because uh, last year's All Out was where Matt Hardy took oh, that right. tumble. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, having this show, the way it panned out, and like everything that happened, all the booking, uh, being in front of uh, one of the best wrestling crowds in America, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolute fantastic. 10 out of 10. Fantastic. Like, I'll, I'll forgive them for... They knew the role of Big Show versus uh, of, of QT Marshall, so <laughs> yeah. so yeah, they, I'll forgive them for that, and I'll just say it's a it was a it was a ten out of ten for his way up, mm-hmm. whatever, however many ways you can say it. How many stars, Dave Meltzer? Uh, well, 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 it wasn't in the Tokyo it Dome, the so Tokyo it's only Dome, five. But Omega <laughs> did was Omega was in the main event. So. Yeah, but it wasn't in the Tokyo Dome, so we can't right. give it, can't give it seven stars. No, okay. Yeah, it was in the now arena. Apparently, he gave bucks. <laughs> And Lucha Brothers five point two five. Okay. Well, you got to give that two five in there for sure. You got yeah, you got to give that just so it has that one that one quarter above Ilya Dragunov and Walter, <laughs> just to give the <laughs> WWE that little bit. Of fuck you. <laughs> We're not done with the pay per view coverage just yet. No. Nope. Speaking of Ring of Honor, Ring of mm-hmm. Honors had their death before dishonor pay-per-view which i i shelled out for that i'm an honor club member i am loving ring of honor right now and i really enjoyed it and to kind of help out with the coverage of this of this event Mm -hmm. we enlisted we enlisted the help of one of our listeners i'd been in contact with elizabeth gorman Awesome name. Which, which I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, for starters, like I'm pretty sure this is her shoot name, her real name. Her birth-given name. But no. it's this is a wrestling name. This is a metal name. This is awesome. I mm. love it. I love it. Okay. Miss Gorman does, goes, like she's from the Jersey area. And she's just a hop, skip, and a jump from the 2300 building in Philadelphia. Okay. She goes to a lot of live cards. I interact with her and I see her pictures on Facebook. She's a she's a friend of mine. One of these days, I have to get down to the Jersey area so I can go to a show with her. It'll be tell a fantastic her to come time. to Maryland Death Fest. 
There we are. There we are. I guess right. so. <laughs> if you're a metal fan, come to Maryland Death Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're a metal we, fan, we, go down to Baltimore, be. Maryland. We, <laughs> we, we, we will metal. be in Baltimore next yeah. year. So, yep. yeah. Unfortunately, the pre-show is sold out, but that's fine. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, this Death Before Dishonor was no, uh, was no exception in her uh, itinerary. So when all was said and done, we both actually kind of came up with the idea together in sitting down with me, pressing record, and giving her giving us the 411 on all things before death, before dishonor. So without further ado, we're going to uh, sit back. Well, no, we're going to get up. We're going to grab another brewski. Yep. And we are going to let Miss Elizabeth Gorman tell us all about death before this dishonor. Is, this is our brief, our, our brief return to Skype. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First and foremost, I guess probably what we should do is just to give the listeners some idea of like who, who you are and where you like to go and see all this great wrestling. Um, I go to, usually go to the 2300 Arena in South Philly, and I also go to the Wells Fargo Center over in South Philly as well. Oh, right on, right on. And you're, right now, like, you live in the New Jersey area? South Jersey, yes. Right on, right on. Is that, um, okay, like, do you, do you have to fly to Jersey, or to Philly for these shows, or can you bus it or drive? I usually take a train. I usually take a speed line that's near my house, okay. then go on the subway, and then, like, walk. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to drive to South You don't want to park your car in South Philadelphia. You'll probably get, like, broke, broken into and stuff like that. Ah, all right. Okay, okay. And when, um, how long have you, uh... Been a wrestling fan. Oh my god! Um, I've been a fan for over like thirty years. So I was like six. Oh okay. And yeah. when did you first discover how? Like with which which league? Oh. Which wrestlers? Um, it was, I think it was an episode of Superstars back in '90. Uh, I was too lazy to change the channel after American Gladiators, so I was like, uh, "You know what? I was like, I'll keep this on this channel." And I'm like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." Right on, right on. And you're not just just because I know, like, when uh, I was there with the National Expansion in '84, '85, and it attracted. Like a lot, it, it lost a lot of wrestling fans. Okay, but it attracted a whole lot of people that are only know the WWF at the time. And I imagine, well, just by the fact that we're going to be talking about death before dishonor with Ring Ring of Honor, you're not just one of those just brand fans where all you know is the WWE. Like you, you kind of had a little little bit of everything, right? Yeah, I've been to, um, let's see, I've been to, but, but I moved down to South Jersey in 2017 from the Jersey Shore. And in where I used to live, there was not a lot of, like, independent shows to go to. So when I go to, when I moved to South Jersey, I saw some, like, advertisements for independent shows. First independent show I went to since moving on my own was Evolve. One, uh, I think it was, like, 
108 or something, and okay. then progress. Ah. Then a couple months. Then a couple months later, I went to CZW, and then a year after that, I went to MLW, and then Art Ring of Honor. So. Right on, right on. Excellent, excellent. So, we can all all of our listeners, everyone listening right now, can be rest assured that Elizabeth knows her shit. Shall we say yes. right? Right. Okay. Do you prefer like is Liz good? Do you prefer Elizabeth? Yes, what? Liz is fine. Liz okay. is fine. Okay. Good. Cool. 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 Because, yeah, yeah. One of my um, co-hostess, my ex-co-hostess on um, on Radioactive Metal. Um, her name was Elizabeth, and I always called her Liz. So I'm like, oh, I better run it by Elizabeth tonight just to make sure she's not like, why the fuck are you calling me Liz? And all that. <laughs> yeah. Right on, right on. Okay. All right. Um, oh, geez, I don't even, I've never really done this before. Like on, on Wrestling Night in Canada... Like my co-host Matt, he uh, he normally does a lot of this and all that. Um, was this the, your first time at the twenty three hundred arena? Uh, no, I think that was my sixth or seventh. Wow! And was it for all Ring of Honor? Uh, it was Evolve Progress, Evolve Progress, then MLW, then uh, ROH. Oh, so it's a okay. combination of all three shows. Right on, right on. Excellent, excellent. So you you missed out on all the ECW stuff then. Like that's what yeah, the building is I, known for. Yeah, my I wanted to go. I mean, I would I saved money up from from working just to go to ECW Chef Careview and Asbury Park. But my parents were totally against that because they didn't want their then fifteen year old daughter to go to a wrestling show by herself in Asbury Park and the fact they were evangelical Christians, so Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, I guess pro wrestling really isn't on their radar at all. Yeah, they're not quite able to North Carolina now. So <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I guess maybe we can start off um, the uh, with the um, the pre-show was um, oh, very. That was, that was um, you could say it was pretty pretty interesting mm-hmm. it was that was with the uh, the tribute to Daphne that was the yeah that was before it before it that everybody came out and the everybody came out around the ring and they did a 10 bell salute out and it was like there I've seen some people start a week it was uh-huh. very it was emotional uh, they did a great job everybody's wearing their Daphne armbands right on Right on. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like seemed like it was definitely a um, uh, tough moment to get through. Whenever, whenever any wrestler passes away, you know, or anybody before their time like that, it's just it must have been. It's always it's always a tough thing. Um, yeah. I, when did you first discover Daphne? Uh, that um. Episode Nitro, I think in '99, when uh, she was doing, they were doing that that stupid Nitro party stuff, and she was doing like that uh, that that uh, audition. I mean, first, I mean, it was really, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the concept, the concept of uh, the Nitro parties. Right. Right. It was, a, right. It, it, was a, it was an excuse for like 
get college college co-ed to be uh, get drunk and just party. That's about it. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My first, I was, I loved the Daphne character when she was at ringside. And, I love like like the look and like her gimmick and her screaming at ringside and all that. That was just it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable, and we've definitely lost yeah. you know a really good one with that. I guess um, yeah. The it would be the um, the rest of the pregame was the uh, the 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 honor rumble. For a yes. uh, ROH World Championship match, won by Alex Zane. He yeah, was, that was that was a, that was a, that was actually a surprise. Right. Everybody popped for him. For sure, for sure. Okay, I'm not a hundred percent on who Alex Zane is or was. He, or I mean, he did some. I he did some like independent shows over in California. This about all I know about him. Oh, okay. Okay, well that's yeah. good because I'm thinking, oh no, it's not one of the the WWE releases under new name and I should know who this is and I don't and <laughs> Yeah, he used to be Ari St- Ari Sterling. Oh, okay. Yeah, that he used to that's what that was his name in uh the NXT or whatever. Right, right. Which by the way I just finished watching the uh I just re- I just rewatched the uh the reboot and it was really I gotta say, I I enjoyed it. But right. I'm not holding my. I've, within a couple of weeks, I think it's going to be fucked up. I, I think they're going to do something. They're going to. Vince is going to fuck it up like he did with Ross back down. I think so. I think so. I wasn't. I, I didn't have much faith in it, but it was actually. It turned out better than I thought it was going to. And yeah. It really wasn't that bad. I'm just. I'm just afraid what's going to happen. You know, a month from now with it, I think I'm thinking. You know, you know, in a short while, my Tuesday evening is going to be clearing up soon. That's yeah. This feeling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Normally, normally when they had it on Wednesday night, I would be just DVR because I I usually get up I usually get up at like five o'clock morning on Thursdays to open my job, so I wouldn't be able to watch. I would be able to watch. I would be watching it when I get home. So. Right. But I'm glad they have it on Tuesday, so. There you go. There you go, yeah, yeah. What was the atmosphere once the show started kicking off with um, inside the 2300 I mean, arena? I mean, everybody was pumped. I gotta say, everybody was, like, really, like, cla- uh, they're, um, they, you know, they, they, they open up with a song called Loco, uh, I think it was, um, I have it on my Spotify. It's a Jeff Gold's whole song. I gotta see what it's. Uh, yeah, they, oh, they, when, uh, usually before they go on the air, they pumped up the power with uh, Locomotive Breath by Jeff Rolls Hole, mm-hmm. and everybody claps most of the time. Like, clap, everybody claps during the whole song. Uh, uh-huh. they, I think they usually, they don't do the studio, they don't have, they don't play the studio version, they play the live version. Okay. Yeah. No, no, and that, and that, and that does the trick. Yeah. Right on, right on. It looked, okay. That, Sorry? Go ahead. Oh, um, like it looked like there was a lot of people, but you know, when like what you see on TV and what you might see in person and all that with camera angles um, and all that, was was, was there a lot a of people? Freak. It, uh, I mean, there was a couple empty seats, but it, it wasn't a sellout packed house. So, like, and now the 
like the MLW Thoraya three was. Okay. Which, by the way, fuck, well, fuck you, Court, court Bauer. You're never going to see a dime from me ever again. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're oh, not yeah. liking MLW? Oh, uh, no. They fought. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. I'll get to give you a brief stop, uh, brief, brief what happened. When, okay. I, got to, when I went to the, I went to Bauer uh, 3, uh, when I arrived, when I went, first of all, they opened the doors, like, they are supposed to open at 5.30. They didn't open, like, around, like, 6.50. So we had that little, uh, no, not 6 feet, I'm trying to think. No, they're supposed to open at 5.30, but didn't open until around 6.15. Then we get, so we get, so the VIPs came in first. Uh, they were, they advertised a, they could get free, uh, the people that had the, the tickets honored from last year, free t- get a t-shirt, drink ticket, and a meet and greet. Uh, we got the t- green tickets, we got the church. There was no meet and greets. Oh. Yeah. They never asked. They never put out a press release saying, "Oh, due to COVID, we're not gonna have meeting. We're not gonna have meeting." It was like, no, no, uh, no communication between the uh, between the PR and the fans. Oh, that's no good. That's no good. Yeah. No, no, especially yeah, if we were, already... not, we were not even allowed to go inside the actual arena until six thirty, because they still had the doors closed. Wow. Well, that's no yeah. good. That's no good. Hopefully, so, they'll yeah, get this shit together. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm more humble, brother. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> okay, what, what's your number one highlight from, uh, from Death Before Dishonor? Hmm. The woman's match. I really actually, and that stole the show for me. Was which? The Melina, uh, the Melinda, uh, Miranda Alize versus Roxy. Oh, right, right. The tournament final yeah, for that, the ROH Women's Championship. Yeah, that was really. Those girls put on a clinic. I was, I was like up in my. I was like, oh no, it's, I was rooting for Roxy the whole time. Because right. I gotta say, she's got a future. She was really good at the during the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because she's just this little thing, you know. But yeah, yeah, I can see that she's got a heart, a lot of heart. It's just for me personally, and I, I was cheering for her in this match. Although I really like Alize as well, like what how, yeah, what she's got going on and all that. She's gonna be a star too if she's yeah, not so, if she's yeah, not they, already. Both but, of them did. Both of them did put on a. They, they, it was a really good match. I think. I think a better. Better women's match than like what currently AEW is putting on right now. No doubt, no doubt, and I have yeah. to admit, as much as I was cheering for Roxy, um, Quinn McKay, the whole story of her trying to get into the tournament and the underdog against yeah. uh, against Angelina Love and. Um, the allure, like the, the whole thing, and all that that story had me absolutely captivated, and it's yeah. just like, oh, this is just this is just really good booking, you know. It's David and Goliath, and and Quinn is like the He's girl such next a, door. Quinn's such a sweetheart. It's I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Just you know, it's just like as much as I love what she's doing, hosting the shows and all that she, i think she's really underutilized in the ring i want to see more uh, yeah and when when she beat mandy leone 
to get in or the first round of the tournament like that just seemed like genuine joy when she came running over to the desk and big hugs with her cohorts and all that like that was really yeah. touching like they had me yeah, sucked had right in yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the Josh Woods Jonathan Gresham match for the Pure Rules Championship. Okay, so I have to be honest with you. I missed part of that because I had to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> okay. we watched it on on Ring of uh, on Honor Club this morning, right. and that was a good match. I was like, "Come on, Gresham, retain." <laughs> And like when they went to, and they like when he like retained, he's like, oh, oh, hell no, no, we're gonna continue doing this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, right on. That yeah. was a really good, interesting, interesting match. Yeah, and I actually was thinking because whenever they've had like the time limit and they go the extra five minutes and all that, then that's that generally means that there's going to be a title change. Like, historically. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't see Woods winning it. So yeah, when, when he did, I. yeah, and when he did, I was like, holy jeez. Like, that was, that but was fantastic. Not, oh, jo- uh, jo- um, I think Josh Woods used to be like a collegiate state, state wrestler before he came, went, to the, went to the professional wrestling industry. Oh, okay. Okay. He kind of yeah. strikes me like the goods and all that. Like he just kind of yeah. strikes me as a as an MMA fighter. Yeah. Yeah, they just just his whole look and demeanor and all that. So good on him, good on him. And I was quite surprised as well when the OGK Matt Taven and Mike Bennett would would you consider that an upset over the Briscoes? Yes. If you, uh, I went to Glory by Honor last month, and Matt's match was with Vincent was the best night, best match of, out of the two nights. They hit uh, out of the two nights. That, mm-hmm. The storytelling, uh, the storytelling with um, Chief, with Matt trying to redeem himself from Vince from Vincent and his like people and his and, like the buddies. I was so I was sad that Matt lost, but it was so good. It was. And I told a friend. I, I literally told a friend of mine. I literally told a friend of mine. Like, um, I texted a little friend of mine. I go, I go, you know, I missed some. I missed SummerSlam for this. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. <laughs> yeah. If uh, my co-hosts here on this show, if they didn't have the network. Because we we yeah. don't have Peacock up here. Oh it's, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just it's just the network. There's it's like if they, if they didn't have it, I wouldn't watch any WWE at all because there's just so much between AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact. I have um, classic wrestling networks and ever, there's so much great stuff on YouTube. I really don't need the network. I really you know like yeah because I don't I just, think. I just, yeah, so, I, I had the network just for like watching like old like NWA, uh, WCCW stuff like that. Right, right. Which, which I don't think they've got it on the net on 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 the the Canadian version of the network. It just seems to be the 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 special events and all those goofy programs and all that. They they're not utilizing the the whole um the whole network up here. 
So it's like, uh, unless I'm wrong, unless I'm wrong, I'm probably going to yeah, get a listener uh, email me and go, what the fuck? We got all this shit. Well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, probably go to England uh, in two years, like 2023. Hopefully, the peacock will, the peacock will work over there. But I, I'm not holding my breath for that one. No, probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Um, I'd be, I'd be calling my sister. Hey, I'm like, I'd be like, Jen, can I, you, can you sign up for the network when I'm visiting? <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get that. And finally, the main event. First of all, yeah. Ban- Bandito as champion. Like, that, I've, I really was not seeing him beating Rouge and all that. Like, that, 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 yeah. that I was stunned. Yeah. yeah. We're, okay. He's been a good champion so far, I gotta say. He was, he was, and he's not, he's, he's just, he's just a good solid wrestler he's he's not the biggest guy but i like the idea that roh is putting this the strap on on the luchadors and not just what you know no not just what no what what the u.s or canada thinks a wrestler is yeah they're they're they they have a they have a wider scope so as much as i'm enjoying bandito as champion being a legit metalhead and hardcore guy and all that um, part of me was kind of rooting for brody king you know? i was expecting i was expecting braun Strowman, believe it or not to like at least help out ec3 right because they're, they're coming out with a the, a movie in uh, October first, called the Narr- Control Your Narrative. So I think there was, I was hoping that he would be doing a special appearance to help EC3 like did, uh, get the championship. Right, 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 and that definitely. Yeah. I think a uh, a Strowman Brody King match like that's the battle of the big boys. That's King Kong versus Godzilla right there. Yes. It's just Brody King can also use, you know, he can fly a bit as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually, I'm glad EC3 is in Ring of Honor, but another part of me says, like, this guy, okay, sh- why is he not AEW champion right now? Like, I, I followed him all through his TNA run. And like they gave him such a push, and he was so good at what he does. And this is—it's a different—it's a different style, different. I don't like the word character. That's the cornet in me. But it's—it's it's a different. It's a different style. It's a different guy. And I'm—I'm I'm just like, I don't know. I—I I don't know. It's just—he should have been a lot. He should be on top of the world right now, and he just doesn't seem to be. No, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I can't explain that, but Okay. Well um, at the end of the day, um, did you have a good time? Oh yeah. Uh the biggest pop of the night was Danhausen. Uh-huh. Everybody would uh everybody <laughs> loved Danhausen. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah. Like being like a like he's he's like um 
he has the corpse paint. I don't know how much you know about heavy metal and hard rock and punk and all that. Or are you into that? No, nah, I'm, I'm into like classic rock mostly. Oh, that's cool. So am I. Fantastic. Right on. But like Danhausen, he he has that black metal look. But yeah. most black metal artists are like they're serious and er, cavalts, you know. But he, <laughs> just the the way he talks and his demeanor, it just totally takes the piss out of that whole thing, and it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Love it. And the kid yes. can go. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So what okay. we do, what we do here on Wrestling Night in Canada, after we quickly review a show, we all we we do the horns, either. You give the show the horns up, the horns in the middle, or the horns down. You were there, so let's hear Elizabeth Gorman's official rating for Death Before horns. Dishonor. Horns up. They, they delivered. Right on, right on. For sure, for sure. And I'll give there it the horns up bad, There was not a bad match on, uh, on the card. Right Everybody on. put, put their, they stepped up, gave them their A game, and... Gave us some good. Gave us, gave us the fans a good show. Right on, right on. And finally, do you think you would like to do this again? Like whenever you make a trip to Philly to go and check out, you know, any any sort of league, I guess. If you'd like to be our roving reporter in the future, you think you'd do that? Of course. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. All right, once again, thank you so much, Liz, for sharing your expertise and everything that you saw. And like I said, guys, like she goes to a lot of shows and does all sorts of things. As a matter of fact, this weekend, as we speak, she went back to the 2300 Arena because there was a wrestling con there. Oh, that Matt Hardy trolled everybody at? I... Oh, where he thought he made it. He made it seem like Jeff Hardy was coming out, yep. but it was just one of the private party guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It was a match with. Know. It was him and a mystery opponent versus Van Dam and somebody. Or mystery partner. Mystery partner yeah. and vi- against RVD and somebody, and then he's like, "My partner is a, is family," and then the Hardy Boys music hit, and uh, the place went nuts, uh, and then. I I don't I don't remember which member of private private party it the was. The dude with the weird hair. Okay. Sorry, I don't know their names. Yeah. And it was Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassie, but I don't I know. I think it's Mark one. Quinn. Okay. Though <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it. Like with pro wrestling these days, names get changed so much more than they did at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one time, when a wrestler just went to the WWF, of course, Vince has to put his, put, put his put stamp, his on stamp his spin on everything. Now it just seems like every time a wrestler goes to another federation, some way, shape, or form, a name gets changed. And it's uh, pissing me off. Yeah. Well, it's not as common these days. Or... Well, it's like Ruby Riot. She couldn't be Ruby Riot because Vince owned the name. Yeah, right. but everyone expected her to go back to being Heidi Loveless. Yeah. But she and didn't, she hated she didn't want name. to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that sounds like a porno name. Yeah, okay. It does. <laughs> but at the same time, going back to the 21 Women Battle Royal, Sky Blue. There is a porn star that, named Sky Blue. There, there is a porn star there named is Sky Blue. So many. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Okay, we're gonna stop talking about this because this is a turnbuckle talk. <laughs> okay. A future turnbuckle talk for sure. Now that I'm thinking about it, because there are just so many names, female names that 
could be either Val Venus. <laughs> Remember yeah, that yeah. gimmick was originally yeah. supposed to be for Edge, but that's a talk for another time. Oh, oh boy, God. I didn't know that. Okay. Imagine, imagine what Edge's career there would be none. Like yeah. there would be no Edge right now. There would he would be bagging groceries back in Oakville. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. So once again, thank you, Miss Gorman. We appreciate yes everything. Um, anything else that we want to? chat about i know uh, i looked in more into that injury from that slave to the death match tournament last night mm-hmm. in well, the, the denver and Canadian it's looking, destroyer gone wrong yeah it's looking like a broken neck Ooh, okay what a... exactly give some context here what uh exactly? the main the main event it was john wade murdoch and benjamin cumberbatch okay i've never really heard of the benjamin cumberbatch guy but we all know who john wade any related any relation to benedict <laughs> but we all know who John Wayne Murdoch yeah. is for when we watch ICW. And, well, sorry, when we have to tie Snowy to the chair to watch ICW. <laughs> yeah. And fill him with alcohol. And fill him with alcohol. Have to bring one of these chairs upstairs and get some zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> zip them in. That's it. That's I got to pee. You pee there. That's right. Give him a See, bottle. Here's a cup. There you go. <laughs> you're going to miss some of this shit. Can you reach your it? zipper? Yeah. No. Hmm. Well, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Well, uh, I have a dryer downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It'll work. <laughs> and uh, they did a Canadian Destroyer off the balcony as the final spot, which they've done a couple times at the tournaments in the past. Wow. But unfortunately, Benjamin Cumberbatch didn't jump backwards. He more jumped up. Straight up. And that's... Yeah, that footage is kind of scary. Yeah, when they hit the... Well, they, there was no canvas. There was no foam on the canvas. It was just straight planks, yeah. right? Okay, and when when they hit, it sounded like a shotgun went off. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they hit the edge of the tables. They, they hit the edge of the tables and right onto the planks of wood. Yeah, yeah it sounded like a gun went off, and it sounded scary. Mm-hmm. Okay, do we really need to be doing Canadian destroyers off the balcony? Well, you want to pop the crowd, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I thought maybe you could pop pop, pop the crowd. I don't know. With, you want- with with action, with at- surprises, with storylines. At with- the end of the day, they got an underground podcast from canada talking about it right yeah. now so. oh, i don't know what i was thinking yeah, yeah. Primo's, oh, pro, primo's pro wrestling in denver mm. but like oh. it sucks that he got hurt it sucks when injuries happen yeah so the wrestlers have even said like they want to help out and the promoter is even doing it so that's good on them mm-hmm. uh, but murdoch is he sustained any injury i don't know he landed on his basically like, he doesn't have tailbone. a he doesn't have a broken tailbone Apparently or anything not. no well, he got off lucky then. Yeah. But uh, as for Cumberbatch, that's a broken neck. That's yeah. like, I hope he's able to come back that's from rough. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the best. All the best. Mm-hmm. I'll keep yeah. up with yeah. the page. And for sure. Okay. Hopefully for he's sure, okay. For sure. Where did we all check out NXT 2.0 this week? I was so nervous checking it out. I, I this is the first episode of NXT I've watched live uh, in a long time because okay. usually I started like I was at work. Okay, yeah. Well, you, usually, usually with uh, WWE shows and even Dynamite, I'll watch. I'll start it like an hour in just so I can fast forward through the commercials because I hate yeah. fucking commercials so much. First world problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people haven't eaten in a week, you know, Matt. I know, but, but I understand. I fucking hate commercials too. Yeah, but I'm aware of my privileges and I pay my cable <laughs> bill and I I have the if, if I'm gonna use this amenity or if I if, if I'm paying for this amenity, I'm gonna use it. So uh yes, I did watch 
the first episode of NXT 2.0, which, based on what the commentators are saying, that's the official name of the show now. Really? Yeah, it's it looks like ever they're wow. they're saying NXT 2.0 all over the place. Wow! So that's is, really dumb. Yeah. Is that a shot? At- Even though this is technically NXT 3.0, because the first NXT 1.0 would have been the game show, mm-hmm. and then the NXT we grew to love would have been 2.0. Is this a shot at 2.0? Oh, this like the team? Oh, Ever Rise? This is um, a shot at Ever Rise because their name is 2.0. I don't think Vince knows who Ever Rise were yeah. in the first place, so. I don't. <laughs> There's probably only three people in the. I'm du- sure Bruce Pritchard was even like Vince. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nope, never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to be to be fair, Vince and Bruce apparently weren't even there that night. Neither was Triple H. They had uh, Kevin Dunn, who is their vice president, and he's like their main uh, television director. Like he's the guy who's backstage at Raw and SmackDown, telling them which camera to switch back and forth to while the show is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was apparently in charge that night in uh, Vince, Bruce, and Triple H's absence. But uh, Triple H was was there for a, or wasn't there for a good reason, as we know. He suffered a heart attack. Heart yeah, attack. Yeah, well, they they keep calling it a cardiac event, but I don't subscribe to that kind of language. <laughs> it's it's a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As soon as I said cardiac event, I was like, oh shit! I hope I can get tickets to that. <laughs> just when, just when. But yeah, well. And first of all, I hope Triple H recovers. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, we, like even we people, chuck shit at him, but it's like, you know. yeah, because people even who left WWE recently were even saying like he was one of the best people I've ever worked with mm-hmm. and talked to. Well, a, lot, a lot of people didn't leave NXT because they were like, they felt Triple H was kind of there protecting them. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. did you see a Mustafa Ali's tweet about him? No, I didn't. When he moved to Florida for. When he was just in 205 Live at the beginning. Okay. Uh, he was saying that he was going to go visit his kids on the weekends, on weekends. So he could, like, fly home and fly back. And Hunter was like, move back home. We'll fly you back. Mm, wow. For NXT and home. So Wow. That's awesome. Huh. That's awesome. Good on him. Good on him. Yep. Good guy, Triple H. Mm-hmm. With, uh... <laughs> With the new logo, I think that was probably the first thing that uh, that, that that they announced. No, uh, yeah, when they they like, put out the new logo and it looked like, uh, yeah, it's just like it's a new font, uh, different from the symmetrical one that we've come to know and love. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, they're out with the black and gold, and they're in with uh, tie dye, multiple colors, yeah, paint, paint splatter. Uh, to as opposed to the spray paint that Dynamite uses for their graphics. <laughs> <laughs> so. And uh, as for the, uh, yeah, when we saw that logo at first, it was just kind of like, it made you like raise an eye, uh, both eyebrows and kind of go like, oh no. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was my first impression. When uh-huh. I, saw yeah. I, did, I said the exact same thing because there was all this talk that Vince and Pritchard were going to be, be more hands-on with the new NXT, NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing that made me say, well... It was a good run. Uh, yeah, it was a good run. I'm, uh, I'm sure I'm going to be looking for other things to do Tuesday night. Now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. one, only one episode in. But I got to say, the redesigned NXT arena. It's an Apple store. It looks like Steve Jobs designed a church. <laughs> it's, right. yeah, it's. Like the barricades are all like plexiglass, like see through plexiglass. Everything is. It's, so much white there's so much white everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> and the ropes are white 
which is not something I'm used to seeing. The canvas is now white, which in NXT it's supposed to be black. <laughs> and, and yeah, just and then the the paint splatter like on the logo that's like up on one of the screens. It's just yeah. It was it was an adjustment. It was very different from the very uh, almost darker presentation that NXT had. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, like that meme that came out that even Mick Foley even shared. It was like NXT then picture of Cactus Jack. NXT now, dude. Love. Dude, love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I Nailed mean, it on yeah, the head there, right there. But uh, yeah, as far as the aesthetic changes have gone, it was a bit of a shocker. But. I mean, a lot of the same guys are still there. They introduced some new faces, but the old faces are still there. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, surprisingly, won There was the... three second-generation superstars. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, before Kyle O'Reilly got unceremoniously removed from the match, I thought Tommaso Ciampa was the least likely to win because, mm-hmm. uh, well, I was hoping they wouldn't give Von Wagner the first... His first match, <laughs> <laughs> the world title. But he's six feet tall, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's a football player. <laughs> That's well, that was going to be my next my next point. When okay, I don't even know who Von Wagner is. Like who? Is, yeah, he, who is who's, who's he the son of Dustin? Do you know? I'm looking. Are you looking? Okay. Oh, oh. Um, actually, Elizabeth told me he's the son of uh, Wayne the Train Bloom. No. Oh no. Oh yeah, his name was Cal Bloom. He has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was an enhancement talent. Wayne the Train Bloom. Okay. Um, then from, there was from... that like Italian gimmick. Oh Tony. Oh, what the hell was? His oh, name? they they brought in yeah Tony Danucci or something. They brought someone. They're bringing in another stereotype because Vince loves his loves his stereotype. That's another thing that kind of bothered me about NXT though. You had the stereotypical black people. You had the stereotypical Mexican people, and now you got the stereotypical Italian coming in. Tony D'Angelo. That's it. That's he's it. So, he's the kid of somebody. Yeah, yeah, this Von Wagner is Wayne the Train Bloom, who was one of the last AWA tag team champions in the Des- Destruction Crew with Mike Enos, and then they went to the WWF as Be the, you as say the, that, as the Beverly hmm. Brothers. Okay. You know, which they weren't really brothers, but they they pulled it off mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah. See, look how our little allegiance with I Elizabeth can't find is pulling who's off that here. Dude was Tony D'Angelo. There's a Tony D'Angelo that plays for the Carolina Hurricanes in the NHL. Okay, and I don't think that's the same. He guy. used to play for the Rangers and the Coyotes as well. <laughs> no, okay, so. Yeah, I don't think that's the same guy. No, I don't think. No, it's not. But I'm just really concerned just how quickly. They put the world title on this Von Wagner guy just because he's the biggest guy there so far that I've I've noticed. Unless I'm wrong, he's but... the tallest guy for sure. But at the beginning of the show, we got the debut of uh, Rick Steiner's kid. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. who who reports were saying leading up to the show that his name was going to be Rex, Rex Steiner. Steiner, which kind of sounds like the Steiner brothers. Uh, real life, their real, surname, real life surnames. last name yeah. is Rex Steiner. Rex yeah. Steiner, yeah. So I thought, oh, that's cool, Rex Steiner. That's makes sense. Yeah. So his, but in, his real name is Bronson Rex Steiner, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So up until the show went to air, we were under the belief that his name was going to be Rex Steiner. He debuts in the opening vignettes with uh, L.A. Knight, and he says that his name is Ron Breaker. Oh. Oh, and that's God. Breaker. That's Breaker with two Ks. Okay. Yeah. So this, this is, is either a shot at Braun Strowman 
or Britt Baker. Breaker, Baker, Britt mm. Baker, Braun Breaker. Yeah, yeah that's I, th- I think I think it's but... just yeah. I think that's a bit of a stretch. They the they just needed a stupid name because they didn't want for some reason. They've got a problem with the Steiner brothers. I, I think know. they have more of a problem. Only with a, Scott only Steiner. a thirty three point three percent of a yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all three of all these three Steiners of Scott, Rick, and Rex. An old, ep- okay. an old episode of Impact was on again today. Oh, uh, nice! And uh, it wasn't the Steiner thing, but it was a triple threat tag match. And they did a quick interview with I don't remember who the team was, and they're like, "We only have a thirty-three point three percent chance." Thirty-three and third chance. <laughs> third chance. It's just like yes, because none of this made any sense to me. Like it had to have been some bullshit backstage because I, wrestling loves their second generation stars, especially WWE. Yeah, why would you not be all over the next Steiner generation? Like it's not Scott's kid. I yeah, would have, I, I would have been pushing this kid to the moon as. Rex Steiner, As, or Rex Steiner, or or Bronson Steiner. Yeah, like how hard is this? <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but and then telling commentary they want no references to that. It's Rick's that, kid. Right. Yeah, he's related. Right. They to still him. drop the dog face gremlin there, which yeah. I marked out for that. I'm yeah, sure Wade, Wade, Wade Barrett. That. Yeah, Wade Barrett <laughs> dropped the dog face gremlin thing, which was that. Always his gimmick, or was that just a WCW? Rick Rick Steiner in going back to the NW. Oh shit! Even probably even going back to the to the UWF. Okay. But before the merger with Crockett, he was the dog face gremlin. Okay, because I only knew him as that in WCW. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. So yeah, and I I know he was the dog face gremlin with the Varsity Club in the NWA too, okay. which eventually did. Become what a WCW <laughs> the dog faced gremlin. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I do remember. Yeah, his, I remember his big uh, or his catchphrase was, "If you want some, come get some. You don't like me, bite me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he had his feud with with Chucky to promote the the Bride of Chucky movie yep. that was coming out no, at the time. God. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, God help us all. Yeah. yeah, forgot about that, and I wish I wasn't reminded. <laughs> yeah, at least that movie was better than the new Child's Play movie. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I, I, I tapped on Child's Play a long time ago. Well, don't, don't watch the new one. No, the new one. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about it afterwards. Okay, it's like yeah. oh, it's being filmed <laughs> yeah, here. Well, cool. Oh no, no, those were the last Chucky movies, like the Curse of Chucky. That yeah, those were filmed here. I'm talking uh-huh. about the new Child's Play movie. Oh, yeah, the remake. The remake with Mark Hamill as right, Chucky. Right. Anyway, we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the wedding. I gotta say, I'm never a fan of wrestling weddings, uh, with the a few exceptions. But I thought that was the most entertaining WWE wedding I had seen in a long time because they hammed it up because they knew how cornball it was. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I know Jar- Johnny Gargano is a great wrestler, but I love his like cornball acting. Mm. It just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> and like that one scene in particular or that one part of it in particular that I absolutely laughed my ass off at was when the priest said, if anyone knows why this couple should not be wed, please speak now or forever. Hold your peace. And everybody everyone puts their hands their up hands because and then Loomis opens his <laughs> opens jacket and has a hatchet has in hatchet. there and just looks around. And then everybody just slowly puts their hands down and sits down. <laughs> Apparently that jacket he was wearing was made from a pair of pants. Seth Rollins was wearing for a bit. Wow! Wow! I didn't think there would be enough material in a pair of pants to make a jacket. (laughs) Rollins wore, yeah. Oh, Oh, okay, yeah, okay, Uh, okay. Well, 
Yeah, yeah, with and we heard the uh, and then we heard De- Dexter Loomis speak for the first. Okay, yeah. that 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 I... kind of annoyed me because his gimmick was he doesn't speak. He's a mute. Yeah, yeah. He's... If he would have just nodded, he draws pictures. That's right. that, that's how he communicates with people. Right, and so the first time you hear his voice, it gets wasted on I on do this. <laughs> really, not like I six months from now if she if he hasn't. If they haven't done something really stupid with this, like l- killing Indy Hartwell and throwing her body out in the river in a well, plastic bag or something, yeah. yeah, like give it time. Yeah, v- like, Vince is I, in charge now. Give do it time. Something yeah. really fucking stupid with this. Okay, so but what they should have done, if they're gonna have him speak ever, is when it's something that's really really important. You know, she was attacked by someone, mm. and then. He's so upset, he goes ballistic, and then he speaks and cuts a killer promo against whoever, you know. But, like I said, this is kind of what I'm a little bit, this whole angle with her is just kind of, ugh, because this is the Joker and Harley Harley all over again. Yeah, the toxic relationship. Yeah, and it's just like, oh this is not good like they're going forward with it but at least they acknowledge everybody around them acknowledges the fact that this should not be happening right like (laughs) so like i i hope that this doesn't influence anybody to think like oh like to for some little girl out there to fall in love with a guy who's like dexter loomis right because yeah that's 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 kind of when you run a storyline like this you kind of run the risk of people being influenced like that Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and god only knows we know enough women over our years in real life that have hooked up with the wrong guy because they're the bad boy and then they start acting like the bad boy and then for you know what these these girls are in really really bad situations Mm -hmm. and this whole this whole angle is just giving me the willies i'm not enjoying it at all but just in terms of wrestling weddings nobody went through a cake no no one jumped out of a cake no one the heels didn't attack the The, set wasn't destroyed the priest got choked out the priest got choked out which (laughs) uh, yeah that kind of made you go okay this this would be over by now yeah you know they're not legally married but then all of a sudden it's like beth phoenix got ordained (laughs) just just happened to be ordained the night before (laughs) <laughs> it's like, she was always okay. the biggest supporter of this on yeah. commentary too so <laughs> oh my god we're having a wedding mm-hmm. but yeah yeah your buddy's marrying a psychopath yeah yeah have fun <laughs> like this is the glamazon gushing over a <laughs> over a toxic relationship oh my god yeah just brutal just brutal like but we all know part. that sam shaw is not like that in real life well, of, of course, course not of but course not the portrayal of these characters that of Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell doing this on TV. Yeah, like I said, this is I hope brutal. it doesn't influence anybody to go into a relationship like that. Right, right. Because it, this is for entertainment purposes only. Uh-huh. And should it's be and that that should be the beginning and the end of it. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So are you guys how are okay, like you said, it's only been one episode. Are you yeah. optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Oh, also Champa one. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa won the title. Yeah, yeah. that's the. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. 
I think that's a good way of describing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. kind of scared? I'm, I'm as scared <laughs> as I am excited. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to see a takeover uh, the caliber that we've been no, accustomed to. Definitely. Right. Uh, I have a feeling the next takeover is going to be headlined by Braun Breaker and uh, Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Number one contender? Yeah. Oh. No, no, I have a feeling Braun Breaker is going to win the NXT title uh, sooner rather than later, given how the show ended. Mm-hmm. Right, but right. yeah, Braun Breaker definitely gave me some uh, John Cena ruthless aggression vibes the way he came in all when LA Knight was like, oh, look at you looking all giddy. What's your name? And then they, they went out and had a match. And then, and then uh, yeah, Braun Breaker beats LA Knight. That was another thing. L.A. Knight gets beaten twice in one Double night. Double duty, yeah. yeah. What was up with that? I have no idea, but like I know, I know that Eli Drake is north of forty, but he's easily the best guy on the microphone that they have in that entire mm. company. I would dare say. Oh, like, for sure. I, I had high hopes that they would push him, like to the moon for sure. <laughs> Damn, no, like, this, he's this guy has got. Huge star written all over him, and we we knew that back in Impact. We knew that back in the NWA. Yeah, well, when he started like that, just that episode of NWA Power when he started doing the yeah, <laughs> when he got really drunk, <laughs> and now that's part of his whole shtick. Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah. it worked. It worked. He's got a catchphrase. He's good on the mic. He's got a look. He's like, like the the whole let me talk to you that thing. Like that's mm-hmm. that could sell T-shirts. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. but I again, I know he's north of forty, and like. He's, he doesn't have that long left, but come on, Vince. Like, strike while the iron's hot. This guy could be a hot commodity on SmackDown. Like, mm-hmm. but. I wouldn't no. have even had him in NXT. He's got enough experience and everything, but you have to retrain to get these guys to be a WWF wrestler, not be a, not a sports a, entertainer. Not, yeah, he's got to be a sports entertainer and not a professional wrestling wrestler. Yeah. Well, he's got, the, he's got the mic skills for sure, but. Oh, maybe they'll make him Keith Lee's manager. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm actually surprised. We never thought of that. Well, people were people were even saying now Adam was even put something out that that's not what he was told. Hmm. So yeah, uh, that's all internet speculation, I guess. Yeah. But whatever. Before, oh, if it was on the internet, it had to be true. Right? Oh yeah, I think it was Mel- we Meltzer moved, said that. Yeah, yeah. Meltzer said yeah, because Meltzer's always right. Mm-hmm. Before we move on, Snowy. Yes. October 1st. Okay. We've briefly talked about this before off air, but Darren McCarty is making, is wrestling now. Who is Darren McCarty? I thought you would know. That's why I brought it up. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he, what hockey team did he play for? I'm dumb. I don't know hockey people listening. Leave me alone. Even though we're called Wrestling Night in Canada, which is a playoff of, well, you know. (laughs) Uh, hang on. Is that part of um okay, because the WWE is like they're not scouting the indies anymore. They're looking for athletes from other, other. Le- legit sports and they're gonna try to bring them in as sports entertainers and all train, that. Train them from the ground up at uh the performance center. Right. Detroit. Oh, you used to play for the, the Red Wings. Yeah. Okay. okay. He apparently he's been secretly training with Okay. People, mm-hmm. and he's fighting in the chains at ICW October first. Wow! Oh, interesting. So I'm gonna watch. I'm getting two teeth removed that day. So really, <laughs> loopy me is gonna watch that that night. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Like, no, I can't, I can't you can't watch any more of this shit. You're going to be losing a lot of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's apparently that's their plan going forward. Is they're not scouting indie shows anymore. Yeah. They're just going to be building their own uh, superstars that are going to be worthy of headlining WrestleMania in Vince McMahon's eyes. Because wow. yeah, how long do you think this lasts for? Uh, if WWE CW was anything to go by, uh, a year, three or four years. <laughs> oh, right. It lasted yeah. way too long. 2006 to 2010 that lasted. Yeah. Before wow. event, uh, it was a little bit different when it started out, but then when Paul Heyman got fired and Vince just started running the whole thing, it was like, well, now it's basically just another WWE when they, show. When they were using disqualifications, that's what I knew it was going down. Yeah. Yeah. That was... It was like the third show. This guy wins by DQ. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is ECW, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, when there ECW, were no rules. When, you, when WWE ECW started, it was kind of promising at first, but and then it, Sabu it, threw a chair at somebody, and they're like, "DQ!" And it's like, yeah. "Are you dumb?" Well, they, <laughs> well, they had, the, the whole show had a different presentation. Like the hard camera was in a different spot. Uh, they had uh, Joey Styles and Taz were on commentary, so it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, then they, eventually they just started filming it along with SmackDown and. Yeah, everything kind of became... Uh, Paul Heyman got fired, and the whole thing just kind of got uh, consolidated in with the rest of the WWE's programming. And and then Undertaker and Kane wrestled on it, and it was just like, what's happened? Yeah, it, it became very much not ECW. Not ECW. Yeah. But uh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm worried. Even... And then ECW got canceled, and then that made way for the NXT game show. And then Ezekiel Jackson was ECW champion for one day, and then it... Yeah, he he beat Christian. He beat Christian on the last episode of ECW of ECW, and then wow. the show ended. If we were ever commissioned to write an unofficial biography of ECW, okay, it would the final chapter, final paragraph, final sentence would be the sale from nineteen ninety nine. From yeah. yeah, and that's it. Like WWE, CW, whatever bullshit. That's not even ECW. No, or the final, I mean one one night stand was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed the, that. Or the final saying can be, uh, the last sen- the sentence Paul Heyman said, "Hey network, I dare you to throw me off the <laughs> air," and that can be the end of it. Mm. There you go. There you go. With that one night stand, that was really much the only time that I really gave John Cena credit. I'm talking about the one the year before that didn't even have like many WWE guys on it. Oh, okay. The first like, one. like I was, yeah, like, like the one where where Van where Van Dam won it. That's, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And it was yeah, okay. Van Dana, Van Van Dam, Van Dana, Van Dana. He's now Van yeah. Dana. Van Dana. Yeah. When he when he was he was wrestling Cena, and of course Cena comes out, and the whole building is just booing him. Oh yeah. And what did Cena do? He saluted them. Yeah. He knew. The odds were against him. He knew everyone in the building hated him, but I'm still gonna be me, and I'm still gonna do my shtick. Yeah, and, I'm, and I, his, I had to respect that. Threw his t-shirt in the audience, and everyone threw it back every time. <laughs> that, was, that was like ten <laughs> yeah. minutes, and it was wonderful. Like, yeah, yeah. But he he knew his role, and he did it well. And I actually had a lot of respect for Cena. And Paul was even moment. probably telling Vince, like, if Cena wins, you know there'll be no more of this building. Oh, yeah. 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 We have to put it on Raw. <laughs> we have to put it on Raw. Yeah. Because this building will get torn apart. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Like, Vince, you don't know the fans. I do. There yeah. will be no more building. <laughs> Before we go on to this week's Turnbuckle Talk, speaking of Vince, um, 
What was everyone's reaction to Big E winning the WWE title or the what is it? What is what? It's the WWE title. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's one of the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he showed up on Raw and uh, made it very, very apparent that he was going to cash in his Money in the Bank contract. He said so on Twitter (laughs) earlier in the day. And yeah, he came out at the very beginning of the show and there was already a WWE title match scheduled that night between Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley. And yeah, Big E was said, I'm going to cash this in tonight. Doesn't matter who wins. And that kind of became like a running gag throughout the entire show, like a continuous storyline. And then, sure enough, after Bobby Lashley won and he was selling a leg injury, Big E came out, cashed in. They actually had, like, it wasn't just a squash. It was, they actually went back and forth for a little while. Big E actually kicked out of a spear. After after Lashley hit the spear, I was just like, I was kind of like, well, there it is. And then he kicks out. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, but then they exchange a couple more moves. Big E hits the big ending. One, two, three. And I was like, I was like checking to see how much time was left in the show. I was like, no, 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 someone's not going to come out. Someone's not going to come out and be like, no, this is overturned or blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah, he, they give him the belt. They announce him as the new champion. New Day comes out, celebrates with him. He's holding the belt high. And I was just like, I was just kind of sitting there with my mouth open like, oh my God, they actually did, they it. did it. Yeah. Big E is actually Big e is one the of the WWE champion. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Now I was I never liked the New Day. Yeah, you made that very of, apparent. Yeah, when, <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of fun when when Kingston was one of the champions for a while because he was the ultimate underdog and he had been there for eleven years. They they had that whole thing going on with Kofi Mania and, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Brock beat him in eight seconds. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah they they yeah, wrote that off later. Yeah, but the all the whole lead up into it and like. uh Brian Danielson being on the other side of it, they put on an absolute banger of a match at WrestleMania that year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I understand why they made the I understand why the women's match was the main event of that show, but I wish I I wish if 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 they weren't building the whole show around the women's triple threat, I definitely think Kofi versus uh Brian should have been yeah. the main event, right. even though WWE hates the WWE title. <laughs> but we all know the universal title match would have actually well no wait no, no the universal title match was first on that show never mind but anyway right. regardless it? yeah it was uh seth versus brock right that was the first yeah it was the first because brock wanted to leave i think yeah he said if i'm not headlining then i just uh, then i want to get this done with <laughs> brock being brock you know but uh yeah it like had it not been for the women's triple threat that match definitely should have headlined and i think the crowd could have absolutely popped for it even if it was at the end of an eight-hour show, right. <laughs> but right. uh, but Big E, it's Big E's turn. He's he's now the champion in the New Day, and uh, are the New Day going to stay? I, I'm I'm wondering if this is going to lead to the New Day breaking up, or or if they're going to stay together, or like I don't know, because I could see Woods being the jealous one in the group, being that he's the one who the only one who hasn't been WWE champion yet. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Or he's the only one that hasn't had a title other than a tag title. Because Big E's been Intercontinental Champion. He's been now World Champion. Kofi's been World Champion. He's, he's a Grand Slam Kofi, so... yeah, That, that angle kind of writes itself. I can see Woods being the guy that... But although I can't see Woods taking on Big E. <laughs> like, I can see maybe Kofi, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know, Kofi versus Woods, that could be a good blood feud, mm-hmm. potentially. But, or it ends up a triple threat for the title with all three of them. 
That'd be good. I can see that mm-hmm. too. That'd be mm-hmm. very good. Okay. Yeah. So well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. But. Yeah. Is good bad? You looking forward to for good, now? Bad, I, indifferent. I am really happy that they gave Big E the title. Like I was. Tie. I was stoked when he won Money in the Bank in the first place. You were, you guys were there. You heard me screaming. You heard me screaming when he was climbing that ladder. But yeah, now that he's actually like cashed in and he's champion now, it's it's great. I'm, I'm again, I'm cautiously optimistic. There we go. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's that's the key word for a lot of things in pro wrestling. Right I mean, now. Mostly in WWE, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll kind of switch gears here okay. to this week's turnbuckle talk because once again, a whole new list of naughty words. Oh yes, from the from the desk of Vincent K. McMahon. Quick, of what to use and what not to quick use. Quick thing, this is the turnbuckle talk. Mm-hmm. Are we going to talk about dark side? Oh, oh yeah, the, oh, yeah, the oh I ride. totally I totally forgot about that. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Let's quickly Sorry. go over that. I yeah, guess. we better we 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 better do that. This week, just a couple of days ago, actually, and I believe the episode is up on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. The uh, no the subscribe season. to Vice and pay for what your stuff. <laughs> Right, that's what you meant. That's what. That's what. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Subscribe. Yes. I'll device. be buying it on Xbox later for yeah. two ninety nine. For sure. For yeah. sure. I'll but be I buying, always buy those. So I'll, I'll be buying buy it, it on YouTube. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. That's what I meant. It's for sale. I'll, on It's YouTube. for sale on YouTube. You yes. do, definitely do not uh, <laughs> look for pirated versions. No. 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 Do well. do 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The season day. The season debut. Of Dark Side of the Ring. The season middle debut. Is, is yeah, the now, mid-season yeah. debut. Mid-season debut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and they, they, they covered the plane ride from hell. And, yeah, that's a pretty apt name, because, given yeah. the, uh, what, how it was described on the mm-hmm. show. Right. Right. Yeah. First of all, you guys kind of surprised that there... Well, I guess there is no surprise in anything, considering everything... The, the the what the show is about, what it's called, and everything they've covered in the past, like they, it was just a matter of time before they got to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can only cover so many things before you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. if uh, I watched it last night, and I I heard so many stories about it over the years, over the past twenty years, but like, yeah, just uh. This is possibly worse than I ever could have imagined it actually being without being there. Yeah, yeah. Like before this episode, like I heard about the the shenanigans of Kurt Henning and Brock and um at the at the door thirty thousand feet. Oh my god. Like that that I heard about and I heard about um minor things like everyone was drunk and minor things like People cutting like Michael Hayes's hair and Xbox did that, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did it. yeah. I never really, it didn't really get out and just, just how sinister some of that shit was. Oh, yeah. Like back then, it was kind of like a brush it off. Like, right. Like they told Terry, don't S- sell it. Sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Don't sell it. Don't yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was, there was a lot of stuff that came to light that I, kind of at the point where i'm kind of losing some respect for some people yeah people that you've that. uh people that you've looked up to yeah, or, as, or as fans yeah thought, maybe even thought 
they were pretty cool in real life. Mm -hmm. And then you hear about shit like this, and it's like, oh, my God. And, of course, probably the first thing that everyone is talking about is the deep dive into the Ric Flair stewardess situation. Yeah, okay, during that time, you know, every, every, everyone like Flair's thing was walking around naked with his robe, with on. his robe on and exposing himself, but it was to the boys to get a laugh, you know, and probably to some groupies mm-hmm. and all that. But this was apparently like the stewardess that wanted nothing to do with his bullshit. No. And all that. And she alleges that he made her touch his junk. Yeah, she grabbed her hand and put it down on right, uh, down on right, his nether regions. Right. right now, that that's the thing that really has the internet community going going wild about, and understandably so, because in all intents and purposes, he's he has assaulted her. Okay, and, yep. and if this if it was anyone but Ric Flair, what kind of repercussions would there have been? Immediately fired. To this. Fired, arrested. Well, yeah, you well, and you look at uh, you you look at Kurt Henning who got fired from this mm-hmm. incident. You look at Scott Hall who got fired from this incident. Wow. And well, uh, well, <laughs> Scott Hall he said some pretty despicable things when he was well, uh, that was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm sure. Yeah. Hall well, the fact was... that Just Incredible had to like literally pick him out of, up out of his seat, put him in a wheelchair. And wheel him out right. into the into the airport, right? And Jr. is just standing there shaking his head, shaking his head at just incredible. Even though he's just like, "What, what else? Yeah, are we I'm not do? doing yeah. anything. I'm helping you out here." Yeah, it's like I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, like, you want me to leave him on the plane? Yeah, <laughs> is that what you would have wanted? And there, like, there were the, there were people who were actually worried at one point that Scott Hall may have legitimately been dead. May have may have died. Yeah. yeah. Well, his drug problem at the time was. It was brutal. I think he was also. They roofied one of his drinks too. As got H bombed. Yeah, he got H bombed. Yeah, wow. yeah, and there was like H uh, bombs, GHB. Uh, yeah, all sorts of uh, very inhibiting drugs. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's not a. It was it was not good. It was not Hall's best moment. And telling that one stewardess that he was going to rape her. Or he was going to lick her. Or, or yeah, just or something. Yeah, just... saying he was going to do absolutely deplorable things to her. Like, like what the hell? Inebriated state it's, or not, those uh... those words still came from the <laughs> darkest parts of your mind. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care and how drunk I've been. He said some weird things the last couple of years, too. Like, remember really? what he said? What he wanted to do to Paige? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Let's... Let's not repeat that. No. <laughs> yeah, he uh yeah, the and like based on like some of the interviews, like Rob Van Dam almost kind of sounded like he wanted to be the voice of reason, but he didn't have like the polar authority to yeah. really do anything about it cuz well, he's a, he's smaller than a majority of these guys on the flight and I'm sure like they could have absolutely ruined him had he stood up and said like anything. Mm-hmm. But he 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 definitely seemed like the guy and guy or the guy that was like Back there going, okay, is anyone going to put a stop to this? Like, this is getting a little out of hand. Like, this is worse than uh, the varsity uh, uh, football team getting drunk. <laughs> like, right. wait, yeah. Or somebody, somebody somebody, put it like that. It was like, it was like a varsity football team having just won the big game, but they can't leave the parking lot. Right. Because uh, their flight got delayed for like seven hours. 
And then, even like when Rob said, "Oh, and the every once in a while he would see people just h bomb girls' drinks on purpose and have their way with them." Yeah, that that like, was fucked up. Yeah, yeah like some, which ones, Rob? Which one? Well, uh, actually, some just some recent alle- alle- allegations right now just came out. Oh, Michaels and Janetti uh, um, yeah. against Michaels and, and Janetti were doing that, but that's. I'm I pretty sure was, they weren't the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's just Brutus Beefcake going to the media saying, Oh yeah, this happened. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be sur- the least himself, bit surprised. Like, yeah, I'm sure he'd he might have done shit like that. And But also look at Hogan Marty's, Flair, Nash. Hall. But also look yeah. at Marty's Facebook nowadays. It's like the shit he's posting. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. yeah. When he basically confessed to that murder. Oh yeah, and then that just kinda of got swept under the rug. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, this was like the first person I made disappear. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> but the like the fact that they consumed like so much alcohol even before they even left the ground. Oh, three crates or three, three or four. Three, I think they were on their fourth carts? before they took off. Yeah, yeah. God. And the stewardess who they were interviewing said she had never seen anything like that before in her life. Wow. And has never has never since. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was Tommy Dreamer? even on the plane i don't think so like i'm not sure like they, they didn't really like, clarify I've seen things that. online saying he wasn't even on that okay so why would they talk to him and why would he open up his mouth and why unless would... they were talking to him about everything else and they just let's let's bang it all out in one day let's let's shove shove this in and then they it all depends on what if we see dreamer on any more upcoming episodes mm-hmm. then yeah they just asked him for his opinion that way they could get... I mean, I'm sure we'll see him on the XPW one because it'll be like, oh, basically, it's they did what ECW... ECW yeah, yeah, for sure. 2.0. For sure. I'm sure yeah. Dreamer would be on that one giving his opinions. Right. Yeah. So that's probably what they did. They asked him a whole bunch of questions, different topics, and then just put it in to this one, not <laughs> thinking, okay, with the way the world is right now... Uh, the way he there was, was talking, be, yeah. There's yeah. going to be some sort of re- re- repercussions for what happened. Yeah. Do you, you think it's fair that Dreamer gets okay? They just said he's suspended indefinitely. Yeah, from Impact. Yeah, right. right. Uh, he's basically lost his job right now. Yeah, for it. Do you think that's fair? Unfair? Like, well, uh, I may have missed some stuff that he said, but for the most part, all I caught what he said was like, I've never personally witnessed Ric Flair committing these acts. But I don't know. Did right. what else did he say? Do you? Oh, I don't remember off offhand. Yeah. But I just it's remember. It's just a joke because Ric Flair does that all the time. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. He's he basically. So he he kind of brushed it off his locker room. Yeah, talk yeah. Lock, like, like it's really no big deal. Like the and, like Donald Trump grabber by the pussy yeah, type stuff. Yeah, okay. it, it's 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 kind of it's kind of that mentality. And that stewardess, okay, she's been under fire as well because it's like, well, she took a payout. Mm-hmm. she took the hush money if she was really that upset or whatever you know then she would have pressed charges mm-hmm. okay i thought about that and it's like okay you're you're talking about the justice system in america where if you're rich you're famous you're a celebrity who knows no matter what you away. do are you're going you you know you and at the and at you, that time, if someone were to like, oh, I'm gonna sue Ric Flair, they'd be like, ha, 
<laughs> yeah, he's probably got enough lawsuits and ex-wives to pay off. And, exactly. And and all of that. So, but with what I was saying with the American just, justice system, it could be very possible, you know, that because Flair's a celebrity, that there would have been nothing. She would have been found innocent. It would nothing. Nothing would have happened. And her husband, herself and her husband, maybe being privy to that knowledge. Like if three guys up here in Canada know that sh- what the shit likes down in the U.S., I'm sure they do. So why not? Why not take the payoff? So there's like some sort of justice. Like I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just a case of someone's looking to cash in. That that bothers me as well. Whenever there was allegations of some celebrity raping some girl and all that. Ah, she's looking for a payday. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like, why are you immediately defending a rapist? Give your fucking head a shake. Well, it's in the same thing (laughs) with like when she, uh, when she went to her bosses about this, she was told to keep quiet about it because there's lots of sports stars who use our service. I I don't remember the name. Did they even say the name of the flight? I think there was NBA teams. Yeah, but did they They say the name of the the flight? I just don't remember. The flight company, you know. Okay. But uh like uh like JR said like if this was Delta or United Airlines by the time we got back to the there'd airport there would be FBI agents waiting oh, yeah. for us. There would have been someone. Yeah. But yeah. because this was like a luxury flight company where the basically the entire plane is first class. Right. <laughs> like they yeah. said, "Oh, we got to keep this hush hush cuz we got a lot of celebrities that use our service and blah blah blah." It's wow. like Nowadays that would be grounds for like bankruptcy oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's something like this would happen today and like people just, people just don't put news. up with that type of shit yeah. today. like no, that's it's a different world and justifiably so like no no woman needs to be subjected to this crap mm-hmm. uh, it's just and i'm I, i'm i'm I, woo i love the nature boy but shit like this I'm okay. finding it hard right now to do my yeah, nature boy impression. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. not too thrilled with Tommy Dreamer right now. No, either but, right now. Yeah, yeah but should it's... Dreamer have been, you know, suspended for something that he wasn't even involved with? Okay, just I think he just said. I think it was he, Impact just kind of covering themselves, but uh, Dreamer did apologize for what he said. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Right now, whether or not. They said, okay, Impact said, okay, well, we're going to, we have to take some sort of action because you're a dumbass. Mm-hmm. So we'll suspend you for a couple weeks. Go on your social media, say some bullshit. Go home for two months. Yeah, go home back. for two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Ric Flair, I think, has straight up lost his uh, his deal with Car Shield or whatever he was doing <laughs> there. Yeah. Which is, which is really him, too do, bad. Do because we see I, him coming into AEW now? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Because yeah. I could have seen... Nobody's going to be stealing his yogurt. No, <laughs> but, but I could have yeah. seen... I would have seen them bringing him in for Andrade as the manager. Yeah, that's... Well, after they uh, kind of nixed the whole thing with uh, Chavo, I thought that's where they were going to mm-hmm. be going. They were going to be doing something, yeah. I guess... Yeah. Well, I think it's just a matter Unless of time before Flair this does. Dark Side of the Ring, when he found out the interviews and everything were about the first episode. Remember when he went to Mexico and then he was like all over the place? Mm-hmm. Was this Rick's goodbye? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe NWA 73 was his like official goodbye. Who knows? Well, it's a hell of a way to go out. I guess, yeah. You full won't see me full on circle. TV anymore. I'm out, yeah. basically. 
No more Dark lim- side comes out in three weeks, so I'm uh, saying no goodbye more now. I better say it now. I better get out of here now. No yeah. more limousines, no more jets, no, no oh, yeah. more <laughs> no more bright lights. So no the next episode, do we know offhand? Is isn't, it is it, it XPW? Isn't it FMW? FMW? It might be FMW. Let me check. Maybe. Okay, well. Well, I'm looking forward to the XPW because, like, I was there. Like, not there. I never saw it but live. But you, you knew about you. Yeah, yeah, I was following you lived it, it. And I yeah, have videotapes we'll of it. Well. Of it. And I've actually seen some of Christy Mist and Lizzie Borden's movies. Okay. Uh, the next the one is uh, Canyons. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Chris Canyon. Yeah, that was a whole other can of worms. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's... But uh, that's episode be sad. three is FMW. Okay. Oh, but, uh, okay. To cap to cap off what happened with uh, the flight from hell, the the stewardess that they were interviewing, I I apologize, I don't remember her name. No, but me uh, no, you could tell by the way she was talking and just like the look in her eyes that these events that happened uh, 19 years ago now still like have like pretty much haunted her for most of her life mm-hmm. and mentally scarred her for lack of a better term, and, like, to think that some people who you've looked up to most of your life have, could do that to another human being. It is, sucks. It, it sucks, it's, yeah. It's brutal. So you've basically ruined this woman's life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, pay, out, pay out or not, right. the, the mental scars don't heal. For sure, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. It sucks. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting what happens in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. With this. So, mm-hmm. No point on really giving the turnbuckle talk a kick-ass intro or anything because we already did that. Vinceisms, yeah, Vinceisms, a, a whole new laundry list of interesting phrases, uh, and- phrases and words and all that that they just are banned from WWE TV. Yeah, going through this list and I've got them here. Some of them I actually agree with, as opposed like to the first, the first batch. I'm like every one of them was like, "Oh, you're out of your fucking mind!" Hmm. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this, this, these are crazy. Some of them I'll actually okay, I can see that. But first and foremost, blood, blood. Yeah, that's not <laughs> like I was. That was really okay. Like, why? What do you? What are you gonna call it? If he, well, okay. First of all. There is going to be no more blood on TV. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys saw it, but on the first NXT 2.0, um, LA Knight got he, got... he got busted open. He got busted open hard way. They yeah. kept the camera off him. There was no ref because the ref was too busy wiping the blood off his head. Yeah, and, and like gluing his forehead closed. Right. And, yeah. and I'm like, this is absolutely... Like, people get... Busted open. It's pro wrestling. Happen. It does. It does. And over the years, yeah, most blood is is worked. Mm-hmm. You know, but there is hard way blood and all that. So it's going Every to happen. Every time Brock got cut, yeah. Well, it's like I don't think Brock's ever bladed Lesnar. No, it wouldn't surprise me. But Usually he throw, but then he again he throws himself head first into the posts when he gets thrown <laughs> into them. Yeah, and then there's also the time where he almost murdered Randy Orton at SummerSlam when he was like doing elbow strikes and vis- like visibly busted open Randy mm-hmm. Orton's forehead. Wow. Uh, but no, like for the last few years, uh, commentators haven't been allowed to call attention to people being busted open. It's just kind of like you have to like 
just ignore it, essentially. Right. I'm pretty sure is what they're told. Yeah, you can't say blood. You can't, can't say, say blood. What are you going to oh, say? Oh, he's plasma? been busted open. Or yeah. Yeah, the viscous fluid. <laughs> the crimson mass. <laughs> the crimson mass. Yeah. yeah. Ask, which goes back to what I'm saying. Mm. Shit happens. Yeah. It's, you know, like, ah, ah. So that, that one kind of gnawed at me. Yeah, it was. Uh, choke. Choke. Uh, choke. Uh, okay, like for years. Are there not moves that like rear <laughs> naked choke? The rear like, naked choke. Yeah. So and the choke slam will be the Hulk slam. Like, yeah. yeah. What, what are they going to call that now? Well, does anybody do the choke slam anymore? Now that Kane and Undertaker are pretty much retired. Probably uh, big, not. Yeah. Probably big shows probably in AEW. Like right, right. But for years, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox is a choke slam. Oh, she'll probably, it'll probably be called like the Knox Slam or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Because I, I, her favorite wrestler was Kane, so that's why she would do it. Is it one of her nicknames, Lady Kane, in the Indies? I oh, think so. Yeah. <laughs> we actually got a generation of wrestlers that were influenced by Kane. Tegan Knox. Yeah. Like that, that's influenced by that generation, I guess. Well, I mean, Tegan Knox is in her 20s and Kane debuted in 1997. So, yeah. yeah. So, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But choke. For years, okay, going back to even like the old a- 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 AWA days when Vern Gagne had the Gagne sleeper mm-hmm. and Bobby Heenan was out there all the time. No, no, it's not the Gagne. It's, it's, it's the Gagne chokeholds. <laughs> you know, like that's what the heels did. They called the baby faces sleepers a choke. Mm-hmm. They're cheating. And, yeah. yeah. Like, and it works. It works so well. Everything worked in everything in the territories worked so well for a goddamn reason. It made it sound like more like whoever was receiving the move was in dire straits or in peril. Right. Like, oh, right. he's being choked. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never understand that. Um with this with this new list, belt and strap. That were, those were have been it. banned for quite oh, a while, I, believe I think. They were on the first list as well. I think so, but then I think they briefly allowed them when uh during the pandemic era when Bailey and Sasha were dub- both double champs when they were uh, teaming together as oh, the, gold- okay. the golden role models because, or I, I think they, be- they brought back belt because of Becky Lynch because she was called Becky two belts. Oh, she was Becky two belts. That's right. Yeah. Right. But then when uh, Bailey and Sasha both had the tag titles and both uh, main roster women's titles, Sasha called herself two belts banks and Bailey was Bailey dose straps. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Okay. See, that makes a lot of sense. But now, apparently, those are gone once again. Mm -hmm. Diva and anti-diva. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, they 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 haven't used diva in a long time, anyways. Fortunately, well, when the women's revolution came about in 2015, they were told the entire women's roster was told they were no longer going to be called divas. They were going to be called superstars. Superstars, along with the males. Mm -hmm. Okay, which okay, that's good. They got rid of the divas title. Yeah. Brought back the women's they title. They got rid of the butterfly. Yeah. Oh. Brought back the red. Well, what, is, what, what? It was called the women's title at the time, but now it's the raw women's title as we know it nowadays. Right. Yeah. Right. And I hated that. The divas thing. Because, okay. All the like, WWE divas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, diva is not, it's not a positive expression. You no. call someone a diva. You know, when they're spoiled, they're entitled. They're, when they're acting out. When, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so to call. Your baby face, female wrestlers, the divas, the divas champion is, is, is was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always thought they were wrestlers, Vince. 
Call you know, me, call me crazy. It's like, what does the second W in, in WWE stand for, Vince? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I work for you. It stands well, for you're wet. hired. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> the second W stands for welfare, as far as you're concerned, pal. <laughs> World sports entertainment. It's, yeah. That's right, right. The W S E E. World Sports it's Entertainment. 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 <laughs> but that's too entertaining. You're fired. <laughs> but Vince, it's dumb. You're dumb. Headshot. Uh, well, they can't. They they haven't been allowed to do headshots with anything since the Chris Benoit incident. Right. So right. That one's not as surprising. I actually thought that one was still on there, or was on there already. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 And I'm. I'm I'm good with that. Okay, spinal injuries. Spinal injuries. Uh, I don't agree. It with happens. It, like, it happens. Like what how if the how dude lands wrong and breaks his back. What are you gonna call it? Like, a broken back. <laughs> yeah, a, ver- a, vertebr- a vertebrae rupture. Yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> spinal contusions. Yeah, yeah we. Yeah, there you go. We took him to a medical facility for spinal contusions. Spinal event. <laughs> <laughs> Victim. Uh, Another one I think is stupid. Like, Mm -hmm. how else are you going to, like, if someone gets attacked, what are you going to refer to them as? Right. Like, they they, they were uh, something in this brutal attack. Like, they were the victim of a vicious attack. Like, victim isn't exactly a rated R word. Like, no, but I I think think there might be, because with. I'm offended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Karen doesn't like it. Karen, <laughs> Karen doesn't like it. Violence again, like it, it's pro wrestling. Yeah. It gets violent. Just, yeah, shit gets violent sometimes. <laughs> like Extreme Rules is next weekend. Yeah, there you go. Like, well, like, <laughs> so, uh, guarantee you, Pat McAfee is going to say the word violence, and he, uh, he, I've already caught him a couple times saying "bebe." Live on air Uh-oh. on SmackDown, so he's <laughs> yeah. If he utters the Did word, you see vi- his little tribute to congratulating Adam Cole going to AEW? No, I didn't. Okay, I'll show it after. Okay, okay. It's basically yeah. he's doing the podcast, his podcast, and like he's he's calling him out, calling him a piece of shit for leaving, blah blah blah. But he's doing it in like congratulations, we're buddies. Okay, good luck. That's cool. But you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, both violence and violent they banned. So yeah, it's like, but it I, I gets, guess I guess instead of violent they have to use the word extreme. Things are gonna get extreme. Get extreme look at all yeah. the look at all the extremity out here. <laughs> like, like okay, yeah, but like these are expressions that have been used in pro wrestling for years. Yeah, they're going to accidentally come out. Yeah, because they're common words in the English language as it is. Never mind in pro wrestling, but yeah, commentators are only human beings. Well, maybe Michael Cole's a robot. I don't know. Maybe, that hasn't yeah. been proven yet. He but might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for still only missing two Raws in his career with WWE, good for him. Yeah. Wrestling and wrestlers. I well, Dumb. that's it's, it's it's been well documented that Vince McMahon does not like the word wrestling, wrestling at all. Yeah, and wrestlers. It's a dirty word. Yeah, Which, even uh, yeah, even Daniel Bryan said in uh, in his uh, AEW uh, after All Out went off the air, he even said like I said wrestler when I wasn't supposed to say the word wrestler. <laughs> but damn it, I am a wrestler, a wrestler. and I am yeah. going to wrestle. <laughs> Those interviews were so good after All Out. Did you watch any of them? Yeah, I did. Like from the media scrum. Yeah, yeah, I did. When the guy calls Bryan Danielson, he goes Daniel, and he's like. 
don't call me that. <laughs> just for fun, yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so good. Well, when they become a when he when he become if if he was ever become a heel, which I don't think he's ever going to. Not I had a, until in AW, yeah, no, you know, yeah. but they have a built-in heckle. You know, where they can call him Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. Which... I didn't think he would ever be able to be a heel again after the whole yes movement in twenty fourteen and after you can't he... anymore. Oh, no, like... well he did he did have the environmentalist gimmick in WWE. And they in, did in make 20... him join the wide family. In twenty eight well, that was like for what, a week? That wasn't yeah. Yeah, that, that doesn't I, count. Who he does was tag really chance with Eric that. Rowan. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. Extreme well. Rules twenty nineteen was on yesterday. Oh. They no, both it, came out with the belts. I was like, that wasn't the Wyatt family though. That was the, the from 2019. That would have been the environmentalist gimmick. The environmental family. Yeah, because that would have been yeah when he was. Uh, and Eric Rowan was wearing a tangard shirt. Yes. Yeah, so oh, he, nice. Yeah, he, uh, he always wore metal shirts uh, <laughs> yeah. on on air. But uh, was probably, Vince is probably like, are these bands? And like, yeah. no. Oh, they're really cool shirts. Can you wear them all the time? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, sure thing, it, boss. It's not a corporate sponsor, is yeah. it? But like from twenty from twenty eighteen to the end of twenty nineteen, Daniel Bryan had a good heel run in WWE where he was he turned heel on AJ Styles, won the WWE title, and then turned it into the hemp belt. Like the mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. And then that was a good uh, run. I like that. But yeah, then after it came out that Rowan was the guy who tried to run over uh, uh, Roman Reigns in that big SmackDown storyline, Daniel Bryan went back to being a babyface, and then. Had his feud with Bray Wyatt, and then cut his hair short again. Yeah, yeah and then for yeah, we, you you yeah. you can't turn him. There are just some people now that you can't. You I mean, try he played might. he played the the role very well when he was the new Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Like he, when people would start doing the yes chance, and every time they said yes, he would go fickle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked his heel run in Ring of Honor. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I have yeah. until that's, five. That's gonna, that, that's gonna happen. WWF. I assume that would have been on the list anyways well, yeah, since two thousand two. Yeah. So which which it that We're not does, the World Wildlife Center. That was gonna well, be that was gonna, fund, that was gonna yeah. be my point since they did since they successfully got got the F out sued yeah mm. and so that that would make that would stand a reason not just because Vince is crazy but for a legal point yeah you know i don't know if i ever shared this on the show before but my first co-host on radioactive metal rock okay uh well before or before rock yeah yeah i've had a number of co-hosts on the show over the years the very first one knew i was a big wrestling fan Mm -hmm. okay he didn't he's not into it well when he found out that the W that World Wildlife Fund was suing them to stop the name. He actually said to me, "So Snowy, I guess I, I guess you're pissed that the World Wildlife Fund filed this lawsuit." And I'm like, "No, no, I fucking hate. I don't like the WWF. I hate Vince McMahon even more. Like more. <laughs> like the, this is a David and Goliath story, and David put that rock." Right between the right eyes. Right between Vince's <laughs> eyes. This is this is awesome. He's like, oh, okay. I remember when, like, back when I used to watch Raw during the Monday Night Wars, they would play, they would have World Wildlife Fund ads on <laughs> on, and I was like, I even thought to myself, I was like, is this isn't is this going to cause some shit in the future? <laughs> it's true. I, I kind of feel it. It will. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, yeah. because once everyone once dot com 
and websites became a thing. That mm-hmm. was the World Wildlife Fund's issue. Yeah. Was, you know. And people people went in the favor of the panda bears over right, <laughs> over Vince right. McMahon's. So. Which, yeah. to give the WWF credit, okay, the get the F out was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, was. But going back to the Dark Side of the Ring episode, they kind of made it seem like the whole get the F out campaign was a kind of a way to scrub themselves of the whole incident in uh on the flight from hell like oh, that, that's okay. that's kind of how they made it seem towards the end where they're just like oh they started this whole new thing where they were getting rid of all the the violence and they were becoming more kid-friendly again and going to the get, like, the whole get the f out campaign we're gonna scrub ourselves clean of this whole thing uh, yeah. but right. yeah maybe that's more maybe that's revisionist history i don't know it's hard to tell these days. Oh, geez. Yeah, I think, I think, well, that's just it. Talking pro wrestling. You, you ask two, two pro wrestlers. Their sides of the story. Uh, yeah. Both were there. Both were involved with thing X. One will have one story. Mm-hmm. The other will have another story. And it's mm-hmm. like, but you were both there. Yeah, it's all oh, about okay. perspective. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And what they remember to be. Wife beater. Well, I don't think wife beater should be uttered on television or, <laughs> Any, any, or anywhere. Anything. Yeah. Anything. And now I'm assuming when they say wife beater, they're talking about the shirt. Oh, like the white, yeah, the vest. Right. You know, yeah. Right. I'm assuming. Only in only in North America is that type of shirt referred to as a wife beater. Right. In right. Eastern cultures, it's simply called a vest. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Like, even as like a non-wrestling fan... And like the first time that I, and I remember like in the seventies as a kid, I wore those type of shirts. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were called. Yeah. It's just an undershirt. Yeah. I had no idea that they were called wife beaters until I was in my twenties. Yeah. It it, it became like a stereotype of like uh, Southern American, Southern United States culture. Like, Oh, Trailer park trash wearing their wife, wife beaters, wife beaters with their, because they beat their wives when they get with drunk the barbecue and, stains on them right, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's actually a thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually called a wife beater. And there was an indie wrestler. Wife beater. His name was name he went, wife he beater. The name, he went by the name Wife Beater. Yeah. And I could, he I retired believe. a long time ago. Yeah, it was a, it was a while ago. And I, I think he retired in like 03. A long time ago, yeah. And I couldn't believe they actually... They couldn't use that gimmick now. Nope. At all. Nope. Oh, oh. Curb stomp. Well, that was Seth Rollins' move for the longest time. But uh, then they got rid of it. Or he wasn't allowed to do that move anymore. And then they changed this finishing move to the pedigree, but then they brought back the move and just renamed it the stomp. Now mm-hmm. he had been doing this move uh, throughout our, even in ROH, but it was called the blackout because his name was Tyler black. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they simply couldn't have just called it the blackout. That right. doesn't have to be like a wrestler's. The name of their move does not have to be tied to their name. Right. <laughs> so they like, were not talking about a rock bottom or a stone cold stunner here, but like the, right. bl- the blackout, I think would have been a appropriate move unless they're not allowed to say that any, that phrase <laughs> but, <laughs> but well not on the list no but the stomp yeah like curb stomp i get it because that kind of brings very 
negative connotations to the move that could be that kids could potentially look up and associate yeah it's it's a gang expression like uh yeah but it's a fight on the streets but at the same time curb stomp was banned uh but roman reigns was allowed to use that apron drop kick called a drive-by Oh yeah, and I was just wow. like, "What? What double standard bullshit is this?" Oh jeez, because it's Roman. Oh, of course, it's drive-by. That expression is more well known, I would think, than curb stomp. You'd think, but well, it's, it's all it all depends on Vince McMahon's perspective. You, you oh, okay, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, all right. Unless all somebody right. explains it to Vince McMahon in terms that he'll understand, possibly with hand puppets, <laughs> then he's not going to get it. <laughs> Such <laughs> good shit. <laughs> Now, we have a bunch of other terms here that all kind of fall under one sort of broad category, but mm-hmm. expressions like push, being over. Babyface. Ba- yeah, yeah, heel, babyface, job, jobber. Okay. Those are all behind the like scenes. In, yeah, those are all definitely behind the scenes, like th- not to be mentioned on TV in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give them that one. Yeah. Because even okay. in AEW, I've never seen this. I've never heard them say, "Oh, Kenny turned heel." Maybe they did on being the elites because that's meant to be like a comedy mm-hmm. backstage, mm-hmm. behind the scenes look at, uh, like a satirical look at the behind the scenes life of being a wrestler. I love being the elite. Yeah, I, I do too. It's it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, to definitely use like to say like, oh, like in twenty fourteen, if they said, "Oh, Daniel Bryan's getting the push," it's like. I thought he was doing this all on his own. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> right. Like we're meant to believe that these people are winning and losing under their own merit. So right. yeah. Yeah. So there are expressions that really shouldn't be used. No. By the broadcast team. Yeah. And, and it, s- it ex- once again, it exposes the business and I'm always been against stuff that does that. Yeah. To me, to me, those terms are like similar to like movie terms, like take five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, and on, it's like an on-set expression that people involved know what it means, but to actually put it into a movie, right, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, eh, maybe yeah. not. <laughs> and card. Card? Oh, card. Like, card the, subject to change. The wrestling card. Yeah. Uh, oh, that one's kind of a gray area. I don't know. I, I, I don't really pay attention to what they refer to. I guess they call it a lineup or a... It's a show. Or a show, it's, it's, yeah. It's a show now. Like, but that that expression is is so ingrained in me as a as an old school ter- territory fan that I've caught myself over the years referring to Raw Thunder Nitro. Hey man, what are you doing tonight? There's a wrestling card on TV tonight. Mm-hmm. And then it dawned on me, like, okay, this guy has no idea what I just said. Yeah, he thinks <laughs> I'm talking about. Like a physical like card, a, a, a card game or something oh. like, and it's like, uh, that is really an outdated term, but it's something that I say, mm-hmm. and I'm always going to. It's a card. Well, the promoters still use it as a yeah uh, for the bottom for the bottom of the like advertisement. They say yeah. card subject to change. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if. The WWE uses that in their advertisement. Is it show they, subject they do. to change? Do they say card? Or they, they say card subject to change, yeah. Wow. And finally, strangle, kill, murder. Uh, Well, if it's a PG show, yeah, that's kind of par for the course. Right. So even like for TV 14, strangle, kill, murder, that's still pushing the envelope a little bit yeah. too much. I don't think at any at any time should kill or murder. Like, at no time... 
should anyone have should say murder at, at any time yeah well goldberg just did say uh, on SummerSlam, i'll kill you to lashley oh okay. so maybe that was like maybe backstage they were kind of just like maybe okay maybe that that, that kind of yeah. sounded a bit bad <laughs> one of the all-time long like stories that went around for years was when elegante first showed up in wcw mm-hmm. and they wanted to put him in an angle against flair okay and it was i think it was cornet that even had him trying to tr- trying to get him to cut a promo you know well okay you you don't like flair what are you going to say to him when you wrestle him let's let's go with that and apparently gante just went flair I kill you. Oh. <laughs> uh, cut, cut, cut. No, no. Um, You're not going to kill him. <laughs> big guy, we need to have a talk. Yeah. Um, you can't say you're going to kill someone. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but strangle. Okay. When okay, how many times now more than ever because every match at the end of an ECW match, okay, there's some sort of schmoz that happens afterwards. There's always something that happens at the end of an AE. What did I say? Did I? You said ECW. Oh, every, every <laughs> after every AEW match, oh. there's always some sort of schmoz mm-hmm. or something. And a lot of times he's choking him out. Mm-hmm. Okay, another word for choke. Strangle. He's strangling. Like, no more strangleholds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, is this because of the Boston Strangler, a real-life serial killer? Possibly. Or whatever, and they want to distance themselves and all that. That's Ooh. just... What are they going to say, though, if someone puts their hands or their arms around someone's neck? He's got like, him in the hold. Yeah. <laughs> he's got him he's in got the hold. He's, he's got him in the throat hold. He's got him, yeah, he's got him in that forceful hold <laughs> around his neck. I don't uh, It's like... Oh, wait, I'm not allowed to say like, neck. Damn it, Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, Vince is hearing all this bizarre talk. Why is he not saying he's choking him, yeah. damn it? <laughs> and he's, he can obviously see that he's strangling Bruce him. Bruce goes, Vince. <laughs> he's like cut, cutting off the oxygen t- flow. It's like, eh, Why right. don't you just say he's choking <laughs> him? Because that's not what you said last yeah. week. Because you told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if what do you, you mean I banned that word? <laughs> yeah. That's if, dumb. The next well, week was someone like, well, now said, I didn't. <laughs> the next week someone says, you're fired. You said choke. If you were yeah. independently wealthy and really didn't care whether or not you got fired from the WWE or whatever, just messing with Vince would probably be so fun. I'm sure right that now. I'm sure that's probably what Pat McAfee's doing a lot of the times cuz he's yeah. he was a kicker for the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. I'm sure he's set financially. I think he's too worried. No. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fire me. I'm already, already fired. fired. I'm already fired. <laughs> that's the first meme photo that came up after the whole dark side of the ring fire me i'm already fired yep. yeah <laughs> with, with audio from him saying that oh yeah WCW. Oh. fire me uh, i'm already fired <laughs> oh yeah well 
that kind of concludes that, and I think yep. it's just about uh, time. The clock on the wall is telling us to bring this crazy, crazy train, train into the station. Um, how can people get a hold of us? Uh, they can get a hold of us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash Wrestling Night in Canada or on Instagram at Wrestling Night in Canada. And, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada is proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. Be sure... To check us out, uh, wherever you're checking us out right now, okay, go to the Wizards Network, check out a variety. It's predominantly a pro wrestling network, but there's there's pop culture, there's music, our brother program, Radioactive Metal. If mm-hmm. you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy with this program, you're going to want to go over there to get all of your metal goodness check us out there in the meantime and in between time this is for you jim that's another exciting episode of wrestling night in canada i'm snowy white i'm matt copper i'm dustin maruga signing off and we're from winnipeg you idiots